should open it with your teeth like a real man. Oh my god, my teeth would all snap. How dare you disgrace my, that? My teeth would snap. Would they? Disgrace what? This is a this is a lovely bottle opener that Michelle got me for our anniversary. You still should have used your uh, your teeth. I can use the table. I used to be able to do that. I once broke a table in a cheap hotel room trying to open a beer bottle and I snapped the end off of it. Oh, I thought you were snorting coke too hard off of it. No. No, I've never done coke on you. I mean, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Mainly because I've never known anybody who's had it. Oh, well. <laughs> well, if you ever want to like, know, uh, I'll... Uh, not, I, I know people who, who have had it, but never revealed it so in my presence. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I know enough ne'er-do-wells that I can get it. Oh, all right. Uh, but, uh... I'm going to say, I'll uh, get you my mom. Don't name names. Don't name names, Rich Howe. Don't name names. Jesus. Allegedly. Uh... uh I'm glad you didn't hear what I said. All right. Uh, I hear what you said. I'm just choosing to ignore okay, it. Okay, good. Um, right, good. But uh, welcome to We Need Wrestling, everybody. Darkest the only sketch. Darkest sketch. <laughs> the, uh, the only podcast that covers uh, not only the past week of professional it wrestling. It doesn't do cocaine. We also do not do cocaine. We are, the, in fact, the only wrestling we're, podcast. We're an anti-cocaine we podcast. Are. We're, the, we're the only wrestling podcast that unless, does not do cocaine. Pro wrestling. Every other, I have it on good authority that every other wrestling podcast does cocaine. I believe it. That's what I've been told. I, I would told. believe it, man. And listen, uh, if there's if there's two... two as, I, if, as I say this while wearing my Earth if there's t-shirt. If there's two hosts to a wrestling podcast that you might listen to... Any wrestling podcast anywhere, I guarantee you that one of them does cocaine. Oh, boy. Guarantee this is, it. This is scary. <laughs> Listen, all I'm going to say, this should probably all get redacted, but it doesn't really matter. All I'm going to say is that uh, the only reason for you to wear a purple leather jacket is cocaine. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm just saying, I'm just putting it out there. I I don't know what it's in reference to. I don't know if it's in reference to a specific person. I'm just saying that it takes a lot of cocaine to wear a purple leather jacket. Oh boy! Uh, you start calling him Blowski. Should I? <laughs> should I redact this? I just I'll hit it with it allegedly. Okay, allegedly, allegedly that, that covers you. Yeah, yeah. In the court of law. Well, let's think. Two two people I know wore that jacket, so you don't know who I'm talking about. That's, you know what? There you go. That's true. There you go. See, the court of law. Yeah, that's double, that, that's, that's double jeopardy, double indemnity. <laughs> it's a runaway jury. It's double, a double jeopardy. It's, that's a, a, it's a hanging chad. A good movie. It's a. Uh, I don't know. It's one of those things. Is <laughs> it uh, just one of those days? It's all about the he said, she said. Bullshit. Bullshit. Uh, bow, well, bow, right. bow, bow. What is happening, Nas? Cocaine. Okay. I said what it is. Uh, welcome to the Weedy Wrestling, everybody. I'm DJ. I'm here with Brett. Hello. Uh, what's up, pal? How are you? Outside of the Sixers, just blowing it in the playoffs. <laughs> We don't you have know, time. We don't have time for that airing of grievances and talk about wrestling. I'm not even that mad. Okay. I'm not even that mad. You're just disappointed, so it's worse. Uh, I'm not even disappointed. Uh, maybe you should be. Nah. Okay. I don't know. It's just. Mm-hmm. Hey, Joel Embiid gave it all the fuck he could. Right. Put it's not on Embiid, man. That dude. That dude's awesome. Broken little broken face. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just James Harden pulled a Ben Simmons at the playoffs last year and just said, hey, I'm not going to shoot the ball in the second mm. half. Mm. That's all he did. Mm. Yeah, it's not on him. It's not on Tyrese Maxey. Mm. Poor Danny Green getting yeah. his fucking knee broken or right. whatever. Yep. Uh, Tobias Harris, he was okay. He tried. Toby tried. 
He tried. Toby hasn't been the man he's been I'm, in a while. It'll Let's, be it'll be an interesting offseason. To, Toby's going to be in a trade package if he if he has uh, if he still has a contract. I, I could see. I'd be surprised if Doc Rivers is back. Yeah, I, I don't know what to do with Harden, mm-hmm. but Harden has a player option. I think he's going to opt into his contract. Yeah, uh, and then Harris will probably get traded. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. We'll right. see what happens. Okay. That's all. All right. I'll, I'll keep you updated on Sixers talk. Sure. <laughs> Sixers talk. Coming <laughs> soon to Super Game Network. Yeah, I'll do my I'll do my own goddamn Sixers podcast if it. Joe will allow it. Okay. I don't think he'll allow it. He will. Why to hear it? me just sc- Yeah. Half the times it's just going to be a 30-second episode of me screaming about... Never mind. That'd be I'm hilarious. Sorry. I would listen. Uh, well, thanks. I have one. I have one listener. Hey, all listen. There's get a couple more, and you're matching this show. Oh, uh, Jesus! So uh, that's not true. I, I love all our listeners. Uh, so, like I said, we're here to talk the week of wrestling. Uh, uh, and uh, we got what do we have? We have uh, we have AEW to talk about. We have Enjoy Wrestling to talk about. Uh, we have Broken Skull with the Roller Coaster to talk about. I've watched one of these three things so uh, far. <laughs> we've got uh, WWF New Japan, All Japan, Super Show. Okay, two out of four. Uh, we got... Uh, that's it, right? Sure. Oh, and LVAC, of course. Well, at yeah, the end, right, the main let's event. Not, let's not forget about the, that. The, the, the show sweeping the soon-to-be-named network. Oh, man, what a fucking fun time. Uh, <laughs> so much fun. It'll be interesting, a little game of Rashomon. You know, you know what that is? Rochambeau? Yeah, no. Rashomon. Rosh Hashanah. Uh, Rashomon is an old Japanese story that's been made into a movie a few times. It's uh, it's like a, a story told from three different perspectives. So oh, the, okay. so the facts don't like the, the touch tones are there, but it's all a little different. It's a Japanese movie about a, a people getting murdered on the side of a road, and you get the the guy's point of view, the woman's point of view, and then the ghost or the robber's point of view, and then the ghost of the person who was killed showing you what actually happened kind of thing. Okay. Uh, it's Rashomon, so it's sort of been adapted. Which into, one are we? I don't know. That doesn't matter. That's okay. not important. The important thing is that you're going to have three. <laughs> am, I, am I a ghost? Did I die? You did. Did I die and you didn't tell me? Yeah. Uh, you motherfucker. You are going to have uh, three three I've different point of views, at least time. three different point of views on yeah. the on the soon-to-be-named network. Yeah, so uh, you can already go listen to Final Wrestling Places. Right, because they're scooping and booping. No, there's going to be four. Four. Yeah, Longbox Heroes After Dark. Oh, yeah, that's true. With, with my my favorite wrestling fan that's of true. all time, my brother in blue cheese, Todd Roker. That's right, your brother in blue cheese, yeah. the fellow the fellow Mark. The, uh, he's, <laughs> fucking he's now a wrestling Todd. fan. Uh, <laughs> there's video proof. In video proof. Uh, Michelle's disappointment, the, the biggest disappointment of her life. Second disappointment, biggest disappointment of her life. Let me get that out there. Uh, I didn't say what it was. Don't assume. And uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, Todd's a wrestling fan now. Todd loves wrestling. Todd loves wrestling. That's I'm waiting be the next for podcast. A Todd's with wrestling. That's right. Oh, it's 100 percent a Todd's with wrestling. Or he Todd, can, I need wrestling. Right. He can no longer. He can no longer say uh, that he uh, doesn't like wrestling Listen, because he, he was already. He was put. He's a part of the business. Right. He's part of the ring crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, now he's a fan. Right. He did that thing where you love pounding on the mat. Yep. Right wow. on camera. Todd's- I have photographic evidence. Jerry's Internet Wrestling Emporium has It'll video evidence forever, forever and ever because because the wrestling and the internet never go away. They sure don't. So Todd's a wrestling fan. It's just what it is. I fucking love Todd. It's what it is. He told me he said he's like I'm going to get you some blue cheese. He goes, I'll drop it off with Joe, and then you can have it. Uh, you know, on top of the restaurant you're at. You know, Ho Chi Minh or whatever. Mm-hmm. I go. It's a diner. It's an American diner, John. Mm-hmm. But hey, you know what? Hey. Good, good is the same. I know what he's thinking. He's thinking the Chinese joint across from the Hazel Mart 
on uh, Hazel Street there. Chinese joint. Yeah, I don't know if it, I don't even know if it's still there. It's a Turkey Hill. No, Hazel it's not Mart? anymore. Yeah, the when you're coming up, isn't it a Hazel Mart when you're coming up Blackman? Do we the one on the corner? Yeah. No. Okay. All right. Yeah. So there's the Chinese place. Yeah. Then there's the used tire place. Yeah, yeah. That's a Hazel Mart right yeah. there, ain't it? So Todd, Todd forgot where I lived. Already. Yeah, I think he was all thinking. Right. I, I think he was thinking you're right there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, you know what? Yeah. That's all right. I'll have Todd swing by the house yeah. again. Uh, but coincidentally, the reason why I know he thinks that is because I, when I was a young man, I knew somebody who lived there uh, oh, above really? that Chinese food restaurant. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, my dad dated a lady. Uh, this is more inside This is more inside baseball than I've ever let, it, let out on this podcast, I think. Oh, uh, but my dad dated a lady when I was a young, a young child there uh, who was formerly my mom's best friend. Well, that's spicy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Many, many years after the, the divorce. Oh, because my parents split when I was like one. And how did that make you feel? Terrible. Next. I don't know. I was one. I probably just cried and pooped. Okay. Oh, so that's what you do now. Ain't nothing changing, brother. Cry and poop. Uh, I was yeah. you during Doctor Strange Listen, on Saturday. Listen, cried and pooped. Right. Get me a glass table and I'll do anything. <laughs> uh, and we're back to cocaine. <laughs> uh, not, not my reference. Not what I was referencing. Oh, no. I know your oh, okay. reference, sir. I guess, I guess multi-use, though. That's not so bad. Uh, trust me. There was cocaine in that. Oh, movie. yeah, there definitely was. God damn it. All right. Well, let's let's talk about pro wrestling. Listen, this is what, brings, this is what put, put, uh, puts asses in the proverbial podcasting seats. You know what I mean? Sure. My ass is in the jackpot. That's right. Um, all right. I guess news, news. stuff. I feel like you're going to have more than me this week. Yeah. I have a very short list on okay. things. I had a, I've been trying okay. to be ambitious and do a MCU chronological Oof. Okay, I have watch and I have I'm gonna quit. Three things. Not necessarily okay. news, but well, two I, things I want to complain. One thing I want to complain about, one thing I want to talk about that concerns me. Corner? No. Oh. And then one very short piece of okay. news that I don't know if you saw. Uh I have one here and I wonder if this is the short thing that okay. maybe you forgot about already. Mm-hmm. Uh but Candice LeRae. Yes. Is Yeah, this isn't my thing. Go oh ahead. well there you go. Yeah. Well, Candice LeRae, her contract is up. Yep. And she's officially a free agent. Good for her. So, uh, God uh, knows what I, she'll do. Maybe just yeah. work indies. I don't know if it's an AEW type thing. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. But don't know. she's a mom now. Yep. So, you right. know, that's number one job. Uh, I, uh, I haven't watched NXT, but I did see that they're doing, like, because, like, Indy and Dexter Loomis are, like, were married, and now Loomis is no longer employed with the company. Mm-hmm. So, they're making her do, like, vignettes where she where he left her. And like won't return her calls, and she cries because oh, her husband is gone. Well, that's sad. isn't that nuts. Oh. Also, NXT is doing the breakout women's tournament and putting Nikita Lyons in it, as if she's not the one that's going to break out. Like as if she's not the one that is already not broken out. Uh, uh, listen, I have all of my money outside and Reich. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, <laughs> what? All right, what, other, what else? Do you have any other pieces of news? <laughs> the Ultimo, Ultimo Wagon. Wagon. That's the coolest nickname ever. <laughs> oh, what else is there? Thicky Steamboat? Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing I have, and listen, I'm not going to like, I don't know everything about it. I saw uh-huh. bits and pieces, okay. but enough where, you know, something... So a word may or may not have been mentioned when uh, I raised my eyebrow. I said, oh boy. Okay. Uh, the Kodobushi New Japan Ooh, Pro yes. Wrestling stuff. 
Um, and again, this is all from loose translations. Yes. Um, there's been a Twitter account who's been translating the best of their ability to code his tweets. Yes. Um, from what I've gathered, apparently he had a falling out with one of the matchmakers because he with went to Kikuchi. his... Now, it's not the it's Kikuchi. not the Kikuchi. I, right. I was trying to figure was like, this all out. Japan Kikuchi? It's not. <laughs> That'd be weird. It's not. I was trying to look it up. It's not all Japan Kikuchi. Okay. Uh, it is just another man named Kikuchi. Okay. Yes. Um, you know, apparently he like I don't know if he made an appearance at like another show or mm, something. Okay. Maybe he was backstage and they weren't happy about it. And Ibushi was saying how they're trying to put pressure on him to return. Yeah. They're trying to put pressure on him to return. Like in January, which wasn't long after the G one ended, where right. he was super no, not, fucked up. Right, not at all. Um, and he's uh, thrown a lot of accusations out there about New Japan. Yes, saying you know there's some dark shit going on. Right. Um, they don't care about the wrestlers. Yeah. Uh, there's rumors that was Shibata actually cleared when he wrestled that Wrestle Kingdom match. Right. Because guess who hasn't wrestled or even hinted at anything since? Right. Oh, Katsuyori Shibata. Um, and then apparently he dropped the word today, which I saw the entire internet in, in an mm-hmm. uproar over, which kind of made me chuckle. Um, and if it is correct, he dropped Yakuza. Yes. <laughs> oh, Kota yeah. Ibushi, baby. <laughs> yeah, so... I, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> right. Uh, the Dangerous words. Uh, and I get it. I have a bit of like a, a write-up here on it from before he dropped the Y word. Um, but apparently in 2018, so the Kikuchi used to run the merch for New Japan. That was okay. sort of where he started, I guess, behind the scenes. Uh, I'm saying in 2018, Abushi alleged that uh, Kikuchi shorted him on mer- merch money. Mm-hmm. So that's how far back this heat goes. Don't fuck with people's money. Right. Um, they said that he is unfair, strict about maintaining k- kayfabe so that, like, you can't, you know, he doesn't want heels and faces seen outside. You can't look like your friends. And that's, you know, whatever. Uh, I guess Abushi was caught spotting a heel in the gym, weight like weightlifting and being a spotter, and Kikuchi gave him shit for it because uh, something like the, what are they trying to be like fucking Bill Watson, right? Um, yeah. Uh, he apparently in Wrestle Grand Slam in Tokyo this past July, he had aspiration pneumonia, uh, and said he wanted to wrestle anyway. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, allowed him to wrestle. Uh, or did not allow him to wrestle, thought it was unfair because Shibata was able to return without being cleared. There's that part. Uh, uh, yeah. See, like, listen, that's tough because, uh, you know, yeah. I, I understand with the pneumonia thing, but, like, yo, COVID. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, COVID. <laughs> right. So, and also, apparently, uh, Ibushi was told he, he didn't want to wrestle till his shoulder was fully good. They pressured him. He waited. His shoulder was fully good. He was apparently... Uh, supposed to be ready for the new japan cup this year mm-hmm. and said he was ready and was booked to win it according to him yeah. uh and kikuchi pulled him because he got a doctor to, to, with a minor concern to say that he wasn't fully ready so who knows it's, that, it's yeah, nonsense that's, politics that's, right yeah, that's uh he yeah. said she said there um yeah i guess okan cut a promo mentioning ibushi uh, and then it was going to be Ibushi and Okan sort of start their feud in the cup, and then that was going to be the feud for the rest of the year. Okay. Uh, they said that Kikuchi is really good friends with Taichi, and Taichi and Ibushi oh, hate each other. I heard like a uh, thing where Ibushi said something like about watching your wives or whatever. Right. So he refers, Taichi and he refers to Taichi and Taka as the cheaters because they always cheat on their wives when they're on the road. He's accused New Japan officials of sexual abuse and sexual harassment. Yeah. 
Oh boy. <laughs> right. Um, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, I think that's you know pretty much it. It's inconsistent enforcement, plays favorites, and then all that other shit. It's crazy. Uh, it sucks. Uh, and then you know he goes and talks about. Like that's what ruined Noah. Mentioning Yakuza is what what ruined yeah. Noah. Yeah. It crippled that company when it came out that Noah was strong arming the, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the the mob was strong arming people into buying tickets for Noah. Uh, Pride and, fighting championship. Right, exactly. That's why that's why Dan White <laughs> like, was able to buy Pride. Yeah, for fucking pennies on the dollar. Right. So yeah, a lot of that shit, man. Like it's very. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Right. No clue. No clue. I don't know what's what. I'm not gonna be like, yeah, Coda's right or no, he's wrong. I don't know, man. I, I mean, I know, I, I know nothing about it. I would tend to say don't don't air your bullshit like that publicly. Probably not. But Coda, he's known uh, to being a bit of like a, a loose cannon, right? <laughs> um, but unless under the circumstances, if you've aired them everywhere else and it's gone nowhere, then you do what you got to do. Sure, sure. Uh, but you also don't want to paint a target on your back and you know end up stabbing yourself fifty-seven yeah. times in the back mysteriously he saw as my favorite story ever when he was working in wwe yeah and when he went back to their curtain and he just high-fived vince mcmahon yep. he had no idea who he uh, was I, I i read about that this week again and i don't remember who it was it oh. said like it's a really funny story but i've never seen vince mcmahon high-five anyone yeah. so <laughs> imagine vince mcmahon high-fiving Kota Bushi. right super weird and they're like always like the like stupid Fucking stooges backstage all up in arms uh-huh. over like, oh my god, I can't believe it. Right. Vince is a fucking, I'll fucking high five Vince. Yeah. I don't know if I'd high five Vince. Well, I don't know. If I was walking back after having a killer match, sure, why not? Why not? Why not? Uh, that's like all I had though for, okay. for news-ish. Uh, I just thought, oh boy, Coda. Alright, so I got a few more things. Uh, really quick, the the happiest, the, the quickest and happiest of notes uh, Brett, do you know the the television show from Netflix, The Floor is Lava? Oh, yeah. Uh, isn't Orange Cassidy on that? Orange season? Cassidy, Chucky e. T, and Chris Statlander. I'll, I'll watch their episode. You'll have to let me know. Uh, I watched the whole first season. The show's not very good. I mean, uh, yeah. There's people trying to climb shit, and they fall in water, That's and true. then they're eliminated. Uh, it's not actual lava, which is a bummer. Um, Bring back most extreme elimination shows. Yes, but... Uh, OC tweeted out the clip and was like, hey, we're on the season this year. We're on this the show this season. And he's like, even though we're not featured in the clip. Like you would think, and they played the whole not? commercial and those guys aren't like, in it. So that's whatever. insane. Uh, were you more of a Vic Romano guy or Kenny Blankenship? Uh, oh, my God. Uh, Kenny Blankenship. Trick question. Guy LaDouche. Oh, Guy LaDouche. That's true. <laughs> Guy LaDouche was the best. Dude, on Pluto TV, they have most of yeah. the elimination channels. I find myself just like a whole channel of it. It's <laughs> watching it. Uh... All right, a couple of little little other pieces where I'm gonna I'm gonna rant a little bit, not a little bit, maybe a lot, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, MJF. I want to talk about MJF really quick. MJF too. Uh, so this is uh, a report coming out. And again, it's a fightful report. I I don't tend to listen to any of these jerk offs. I just want to address this really quick because MJF addresses it every week in his promos. Uh, MJF reportedly not happy with his AEW contract. Oh yeah, right. I mean that's no surprise. So. Uh, apparently him and TK had a heated discussion last month. Well, that yeah, I remember that. Right. That was a while ago. Uh, so they're frustrated. Uh, MJF's not happy with the contract situation and the pay scale. Uh, so that him and Tony Khan's argument has soured MJF in a lot of ways to this company. Uh, and it says, talking about potentially going to, to WWE uh, is not in character. Is it something he's actually considered? 
uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, MJF and Khan are apparently aren't as close as they were after this argument. So, like, now they're saying, like, that Khan's not, maybe not going to have a shot at the sweetheart deal. You know, a little, give me sure, a little yeah. hometown, yeah, the hometown deal. Uh, it says, uh, according to Sean Ross Sapp, again, take this as what you will. Uh, MJF is said to be leading towards leaving AEW as of now when his deal is up. Uh, it says, you know, they've been told he's... They've been, they haven't been told he's 100%, but they said that uh, MJF was on Barstool's wrestling podcast, which also caused a lot of heat, I guess, from Tony. Uh, but he said that he's no, unhappy about... Tony's on there all the time. Yeah, well, no. I mean, what MJF said. Oh, oh, oh. Is okay. MJF on there said that he's unhappy that ex-WWE guys make more money than him. Whatever, right? Yeah. So, again, non-issue. I don't give a shit. Uh, I, you know, like, I, I think wrestling fans are... Uh, the, uh, a lot of what I'm going to talk about this and the next thing is like 20 plus years without competition for WWE has changed what people think and understand about professional wrestling. Sure. People used to junk companies all the time. We've talked about this for yeah. the last couple of weeks. If MJF leaves for the WWE, good luck to you. Get your fucking money. That's most important. Have yo, fun, man. You're still young. Do it. Go get paid. Right? Do it. Go get Do it. paid. But it's not some like great grand betrayal. It's just people leaving a company. Yeah, it happens. You know, like shit just fucking happens, man. Sure. Uh, you know, you go where the money is. And for a guy like him, why not? Right. You're, you're young. Go it's get a business. Paid, it's a business, man. Yeah. You know, like, and he has such a future ahead of him. Uh, whether, whatever you think of him, I don't think he's that fucking great. And I think he would, I think eventually, I think he'd have a good little bit of a run, but then his size will knock him way off the card by the people there. They're not going to be interested yeah. in him, in, in how small he is, especially not in matches. They're going to make him a mouthpiece for somebody else. There's just the problem that. is that they won't, they won't let him be him. Right. You know, and that's the other thing. You go to WWE, you're not going to cut these promos. You're not going to be able to say curses on no. TV or, you know, all this sort of stuff. You're going to have to be so sure. low key. Yeah. You're not going to be able to do any of that shit. Uh, but like everybody just acts like it's such a big deal. Like it's fine. Go ahead, dude. But stop fucking mentioning your promos. We'll talk about that later. Uh, I think that does nothing for anybody when he does that. I don't think the crowd likes it. I don't think it helps him in any fucking way. But um, yeah. but yeah, like everybody, uh, just that's one thing I see all the time. Oh, EW, and the, it just ties into Cody Rhodes too. Like I've been thinking a lot about Cody Rhodes jumping. Uh, and like we, I watched Broken Skull, which we'll talk about in a bit. And like they talk all about AEW, and he meant brings it up, and they talk about it, and they're sure. very open about it. They've had Jericho on yeah, there. Yeah, how could you not? They really? talk about it, right? And like the thing is that I think people are missing. It's really interesting when I when I see like the Cody stuff on the WWE, the little bit that I saw, or the clips, or the reactions to him, and whatever, and they say about him, and what he says about himself, and about AEW, how the company doesn't exist without him, and all that kind of shit. And his grand welcoming back to the WWE, like like this returning triumphant hero back to the WWE. He was a nothing when he left. Oh, yeah. He was Stardust. Right. Yeah. Before that, it wasn't like Stardust knocked him down the card or anything. He, was, he wasn't a big shot there. No. He was, a, he, he was an IC champ, maybe. Yeah. No, he he yeah, was, right? He, he was IC champ. But I like, remember the... Dasher and Cody Rhodes was yeah, fun, and him with the right. mask was fun. But he's, he's a bigger star now than he was when he left. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt. And that's AEW, and New Japan's doing. Well, yeah, for sure. Like, people like to talk about he's this returning hero. Like, he is so much more elevated than he was when he left. Oh, yeah. They treated him like dog shit. Yeah. And he walked in there like, oh, welcome me home. I'm, you know, blah, welcome back to the family. And I'm like, dude, you fucking hated this company when you left. Yeah. They were ruining everything about you, and you left this fucking company. And the regime hasn't fucking changed. If anything, those dudes have dug in more. Guys like Pritchard have gone back into favor. Since he left. Yeah, well, 
and you got to wonder like would Pritchard be in there? Right. He loved Dusty. Right. So he's not going to do wrong right. by Cody right. at this point. Well, I just I don't know how much say he has there, but well, but like know. this narrative is interesting to me because like Cody isn't the returning hero. He's the dude who did much like McIntyre did. Left yeah, and came better. back better. And people want to say, well, he's back in WWE because WWE's better and AEW was crap. Like AEW made Cody Rhodes. Sure. AEW gave Cody the opportunity to go back to WWE and become their face. Yeah. Because if you looked at the posters for Hell in a Cell, they pulled Roman off of it. He said they announced he's not on the show. Yeah, there's some weird shit going on right. with him. But you know what they did with the posters? They put Cody front and center in sure. it. Sure. That's because of New Japan and AEW. So all these WWE marks and all these guys, stands and all these people, oh, WWE's the best, AEW sucks, blah, 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 blah. You don't have this triumphant, like, you don't have returning triumphant Cody Rhodes without AEW. Sure. Especially because they just ported over his entire fucking entrance and his outfits. He didn't change a goddamn thing. No, and that, Coming was, over. that was part of him returning. Right. That was Absolutely. part of the deal. You know? Absolutely. But it's you're just seeing AEW's presentation of Cody Rhodes sure. on WWE TV yeah. and acting like it's it was it's some grander return. Super fucking weird to me. Uh I've been thinking a lot about that kind of stuff with wrestling uh this week. It's super weird. So after that, uh I have one more thing I want to talk about. Uh, I want to talk about Easy E really quick. While your cat gives me a fucking shower. Yes. She's playing in the fountain, man. Soaked. By Wednesday. Um, what is that? I love you, but damn so, girl. So Eric Bischoff has been on a miserable, bitter rant again this week, wow. like every week. What else is new? Um, AEW isn't pulling in fans. They're not doing this. They're not doing that. They have to attract the casual fan. I uh, we talked about this a bit, and like I've been thinking about this a lot too, because you know I've been a wrestling fan for a very long time. But like Eric Bischoff described a casual fan as a guy who watches once, twice a week, maybe goes to a live show when they come to the town, only watches WrestleMania, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And like, okay, I I do less than that to for for WWE, AEW. Yeah. I'm watching every week. Sure. I'm not a, I'm not a casual wrestling fan. Uh, I think that. Uh, casual wrestling fans, I think it's kind of a myth at this point. Um, because I can argue that like WWE fans aren't necessarily wrestling fans. They've been conditioned to like WWE's product and WWE's product sure. alone. People, we've talked about it on here, but like the, the gap of wrestling competition for 20 plus years, uh, 19 years, whatever it was when, when AEW officially came started. But like that's, I think that's hurt a lot of people and has skewed some vision on what wrestling is and what it's supposed to be. Um, and like everybody talks about AEW's round, they only pull a million or less a week or whatever. And Rampage does shitty and this and that. And all the rumors of Warner Brothers going to cancel them. Time Warner's getting out of there. They're, they're, they're letting this guy go. AEW's next and blah, blah, blah. It's all nonsense, man. We were talking about it before. They're, they're, when they're up against the NBA playoffs, they're the fifth most popular TV show on cable. Yep. You don't fucking cancel that show. No. Especially when it's cheaper to run a show like that than it is to make a scripted show these days. All that kind of shit. Sure. I'm like, I'm trying to think about it. And I'm like, why, you know, attract the casual fans so you get over a million viewers. You're not going to survive if you don't have that. You're not going to do this. You're not going to do that. And, we, you know, Bischoff is a piece of crap. Uh, we all know that. We know he's bitter. We know he's just trying to drive people to his podcast, right? But I'm trying to think. And I'm like, okay. AEW is the number two wrestling company in the world. Or in the in the United States right now. Not the, I wouldn't say the world. But in the in U.S. markets, which is what WWE cares about, it's WWE and then AEW at number two, right? Sure. The only time 
That hasn't been the situation. Was for 83 weeks over 20 years ago. That's true. Less than two years over 20 years ago was the last time WWE wasn't the number one wrestling company in the country. Competition or not. Right? And we can save the conversation for how WCW collapsed themselves the last two years trying to market towards the internet and the casual wrestling fan too you hard. Say collapse, I say thrive. Sure. Um, but like Bischoff sits there and complains and bitches and moans. And, but I understand. I understand what he's trying to do. We get it. Well, you know, it's the controversy. It's getting him. He wants that job. He, the whatever, whatever, whatever. Sure. But even in the course of his career in wrestling, his accomplishment, and it's great. Everybody loves WCW winning. I loved when WCW was winning. Everybody talks about it. It's this amazing thing. And AEW hasn't beaten Raw. Might not for a very long time. Yeah, I don't know but if they ever will. But in Bischoff's entire time in professional wrestling, he was on top for less than two years over 20 years ago. Yeah. Stop listening to him. Yeah, it does get to the point where it's just waxing poetic about the past. And sure, man, we got it. 83 weeks. Uh Uh-huh. Beat the fucking horse to death. Listen, I love WCW. You love WCW. Absolutely. Like we say, we were WCW kids. Mm -hmm. You know, that was, that's where our allegiance lied. You know, that's that's what I go back and like, I still say the greatest goddamn storyline ever is thing right. versus nwo because it's just magic on every level right. if i can go if i could build a time machine and go back in time the first i would do is kill baby hitler and the second thing i would do is make sure that wcw buys the wwf there you go yeah wcw should have won that's right um but everything in my power yeah i mean i don't pay too much attention to eric bischoff and i don't either uh, uh except for just, this week it got you know, in my craw all i saw was like the punk clap back yeah, at him which right. i thought he made a good point right and then know? everybody comes at punk and like all these people making comments and it's just like dude i know the bitch was like "Ooh, tried to win fights in the real world and look what happened like well, right Jesus Christ. well and, and like, that jeremy padauer today put out a tweet he was like what do you collect like oh what do you collect he always does that to try and yeah, engage people sure and bischoff retweeted and just said heat and it's like, dude, oh just fucking stop. You're lame. Stop working, brother. You're lame. Most of the people you work what with. What do I collect? Eat. Oh, more, more people than not that you His work with. This podcast is the worst. It's terrible. It's terrible. But like, out of the time he was on top for, again, those less than two years, over 20 years ago, a majority of the roster fucking hate you. Sure. And you sent pink slips in the mail to some of the best talent there ever was. Of course, the famous story of FedEx and Austin as papers. Right. So, like, it's insane that people put this much weight in Bischoff. And Corny, too. People still do the same thing to Corny. Yeah. And, like, listen, these are guys whose time in wrestling was over 20 years ago. Sure. Bischoff has been an on-screen performer for over 20 years now. Not a dude behind the scenes. I yeah. mean, he was in the WWF for, what, three weeks before they let him go this last time? Yeah, it was weird. Um... These guys, him, they're they're not in the big world of professional wrestling. They can say whatever they want, and like again, I don't listen to their podcasts. I'm not fucking interested. But it gets retweeted, and I get I know mute button, Joe. Calm down. Um, but like <laughs> it shows up every now and then, and this week it just got in my fucking craw. And I'm like, dude, I love that era, and I'm super pumped that they beat WWF for as long as they did. But it's been over twenty, it's almost twenty five years yeah. since those eighty three weeks. A long time. Ago. The world is different, and AEW doesn't need to beat the WWE out of the fucking gate. Run Will your, they get there? Run, I hope run so. Run your own race right now. If they don't, 
it's fine because they're still top 10, top five. When there's no NBA playoffs, one or two on fucking Wednesdays sure, yeah. in all of cable. Networks don't walk away from that. No, they don't. They, you know, networks walk away from, from shit that's underperforming. They don't walk away from shit that's like, it doesn't matter. You know, there's also a million and a half more channels than there were in 1997. And there's that too. And so there's, there's a lot more ways to right, digest there's your media. draws all over the place for your eyes sure. outside of pro wrestling. Is it going to be as big as it was then? Probably never again. WWE's numbers are way fucking down. They're still number one yeah. because they've number one forever. They've indoctrinated people over 20 years to watch their product and their product only. Yeah. It's just what it is. I even heard WrestleMania Backlash had some good matches, yeah. but I just didn't go back and watch. Right. I just didn't. Right. I, I, right. I had no desire to, I right. guess. And I think, so I think, here's, I guess, a way to say it. All, hmm, let's see. I'm trying to figure out how, like, this old thing, the, like, uh, uh, like, all WWE fans aren't necessarily wrestling fans. Like, I think, I think there's WWE fans, and some of those fans are wrestling fans. Sure, yeah. And some of those fans are WWE fans. No, and that's just sure. what it is. Yeah. You know? Well, and Samojo also made a good point. I saw a quote from his, his I think it was on um, the AEW podcast mm-hmm. this week. Yeah. And he said, he goes, WWE fans versus AEW fans, shut the fuck up. Right. Just, just stop. Right. Right. Enjoy what you enjoy. It, right. Exactly. N- it, neither of them are hurting. You know, AEW is doing what the best they can, and if they're not bringing in new viewers, that's fine. They'll get there. Maybe they won't, but they'll grow a yeah. little bit at a time. A new rest. It's hard to create new wrestling fans. You can find it across all kinds of fucking media. The demos are getting older because for the young generations, they ain't even watching TV. If it ain't, if it ain't. In the fucking app store on your yeah, iPad. It's not on TikTok. You ain't watching it, man. <laughs> so, like, you know, it's it's just like uh, people that are WWE show, they're all, you know, they're all WWE fans, but not all of them are wrestling fans. Sure. Because I think that I think it deserves that delineation these days. I think it's a very different market. Yeah, You know, uh, it doesn't mean you can't be a wrestling fan and watch WWE. That's fine. But I just think that product is so different. And AEW has given the people who remember and want it something different, something sure. that used to be. Uh, and you know, for guys like me, this is what I prefer. It's just what it is. Yeah. It's not that WWE doesn't have good matches. It's not that they don't put on a good product sometimes. It's that I'm sick of the disappointment. I'm sick of the business practices. Sure. And they're not fresh and new. And I also don't think the competition with AEW is making them fresh and new. I think they're like, no, we're good. Cause they know they have their fan base. They're yeah. not worried about it. They're not fighting anybody for ratings cause they're putting out a product that's specific to them. You know, AEW's not trying to make WWE product. They're just not. No. It's different. Mm-hmm. It's different these days. So, the, yeah. uh, just, you know, uh, Bischoff, Bischoff's just a dude that really fucking irritates me. Because even, like, honestly, I don't know what his actual contributions are to professional wrestling. Like, yeah, he can take credit for a lot of sure, shit. Sure, there's nothing now right. that hasn't been for a while. Right. You know, him and Hogan almost put TNA in the goddamn grave. Right. Right. Um, when you talk about guys in the main event, nothing. when he talks about guys in the main event or guys on the top of the card, it's it's what you what have you done for me lately? Right. Sure. That's he talks about that shit all the time. What is this guy on top done? What is you know this guy on top done? Yeah. Who's putting asses in seats? Is you know if they stop putting asses in seats, take the title off because they're not worth it anymore. Bish off, corny. What have you done for me lately, guys? Where yeah. are you? What are you doing other than having a podcast with Conrad? Good luck. Sure. Good luck. Sell your t-shirts. Do your appearances. Maybe maybe the problem is like just cheer up a little bit. 
you got you guys have accomplished a lot in wrestling. It's just not recently. So hit some cons. Be a little happier about it. Booker T, this applies to you too, pal. No. Uh, just you know, be a little happier about shit. Oh, Booker T. Stop trying to create. Then again, I feed into it because I just talked about it for 20 minutes on this podcast. But like, try and create a better a, a wrestling in a better space. Cre- try to create a better space for wrestling as opposed to making everyone try and fight each other. Sure. You know? I hear you. So. I hear you, dog. But whatever, man. I just, I'm. Um, I don't know. I just don't put much stock in there. Right. Sure, I usually point. don't either, but for whatever reason, this week it's gotten my fucking craw, man. It grinds your gears. Grim, it gr- really grinds my gears. Oh, boy. So, well, Bischoff's an idiot, and he always has <laughs> been. Uh, do you have any other news? Or No, that's it. All right. That's it. Let me calm down. All right. Uh, now that I'm calm, uh, moving on. Inhale the positive. From- Exhale the negative. There you go. Moving on from a rant about the WWE to a show that WWE produces. Um, <laughs> Broken Skull with the roller coaster himself, Cody Rhodes. I didn't watch it. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I, I'm, I meant to, but I just didn't. I, I kind of forgot it was on uh, and then checked and saw that it was. Uh, I would say go back and watch it because right. they, you know, uh, full disclosure, I fell asleep in the middle. Uh, because uh, even though I'm going to talk about it here, Cody is a, is an infinitely boring person to me, uh, and he's a liar. We all know that he lies good. That was me during season one, episode seven of Agent Carter last uh, night. There you go. Falling asleep. But uh, but I, I I managed to be awake for the parts that I wanted to hear him talk about. Okay. Because I don't need to hear him talk about the WWE days and whatever. And maybe I'm, if he talked about his old man, maybe I missed that stuff. I don't know. But I'm going to tell you about what I saw. Uh. So he opens up drinking a, a Stone Cold beer. As, the, one, the, as one does. The IPA. And he mentions how much he loves IPA and describes himself as an IPA guy. And I say, of course he is. Uh, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. That's fine. Uh, he also tells a story about Dusty, uh, how he had a Rolex. Dusty had a Rolex. and Because and, Austin is a watch guy. He talks to Cody who's wearing a Rolex. And Cody was like, my dad told me when I was a kid, you don't get to wear the Rolex till you're champ. That's right. So that's the way it is. Is right. And he had a Rolex that was given to him, like, when he beat Harley for the title. And he had it away in a box. Uh, and this was, Cody said, or Dusty told him forever, this is yours when I die. This is in the will. This is yours. Yeah. And Dusty dies. And he's trying to find the watch. And because he doesn't want any, any problems. He doesn't want, you know, his sure. sisters or yep. Dustin to feel bad about it. No, Because he, he knows that his dad privately promised him this watch. Yeah. And nobody can find it. Nobody knows where it is. And he says his mom sat him down and, you know, Dusty didn't die that long ago and said that there is no watch. And he's like, why? And he said, because when Cody was like 19 or whatever, he wanted to go out to Los Angeles and Dusty wasn't financially doing great. So he pawned the watch to send his kid to L.A. for let him chase his dreams out there. And I'm like, Dusty's a good guy. Yeah, we, you know, we, we like Dusty. We here. love Dusty. I thought that was a nice little story. Yeah. You know, what he's like, it's heartbroken that I don't have the watch, but he's like, but my dad did what he could. You sure. know, he's like, at that point, my dad was not a guy who anybody wanted to hire yeah. in wrestling, which is super sad. Uh, he talks about All In uh, and says, like, I, I don't remember exactly what this was about, uh, but he says, Matt and Nick will tell you the same thing about All In if you ever talk to them. And I'm like, are you trying to say that the Young Bucks are going to be on fucking Broken Skull Sessions, Cody? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, apparently, remember all those photos with, like, Austin with Omega and all that? Mm-hmm. Apparently Austin went to the Long Beach 
show as a fan. Yeah, the New Japan show. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So he was there as a fan. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Uh, and then Cody said one of the things about why he left AEW was that he felt like he could never turn the clock back on being the boss. And he said that even when he sees those guys now, he views himself as their boss and not their friend. And that he's their EVP, so he can't ever go back. He can't even see those guys personally because he views himself as their boss. I'm like, shut up, dude. Yeah, that's weird. Right? Uh, He said that his match versus his brother made AEW. That that was the match that made AEW legit. I'm not going to go that far. Great match. It was one of their early. I agree. It was one of their first great matches. But I'm not going to go so far as to say that. Again, Cody's a really good liar. Oh, sure. Um says that he left AEW to get a belt. That's why he said that he'd been recently thinking about it and said like that he wants the belt that evaded his father. And that AEW is great and whatever, he said, but the, the main WWE championship evaded his old man and he's not going to let it evade him. And then said that if and when he wins it, he wants it to bring back the winged eagle. I saw, I, I heard yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. I could do it, man. Right. Why not? Yeah. Um, and then he said, like, so I, I saw the beginning stuff, and there was a lot more to talk about, just nothing for worthy. And then I fell asleep, and then I woke up when he started talking about AEW, and I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, so um, that happens. But he also said that uh, AEW, uh, he says it's it's his baby, is how he describes it, mm-hmm. but that uh, it doesn't need him anymore, that it's growing up. And they don't, doesn't need him around. He's right in that aspect. Right. right. I yeah. think the company He's outgrew right him. I think his his style, and that's why people like him, and he looks so much bigger and better in WWE, because that's his style. He's sure. a WWE wrestler. Yeah. You know, he, we, we joke, the whole podcast network jokes, three-star general. Sure. That's what he is. Yeah. He fits that WWE style. There's nothing wrong with that, but he was he, that's where he, that's his father rushed him in, and that's what he sure. did. Uh, you know, like, it's, it's just what it is, and that's fine. You're right. AEW doesn't need you yeah. anymore. You know, they'll be fine. So that was really it. Um, maybe I'll go back and watch the bits I missed. Uh, but like, you know, whatever. Austin just talking about beer and watches, and you know, I, I like Broken Skull when it's like a vet, so him and Austin can break down matches. That's yeah, I agree. Or That's talk my about favorite the old, part. Talk about the old days. Like I don't tend to watch. Like I didn't really. I don't think I watched the Seth Rollins one. Like I'm not interested in too no, many I didn't new watch people. That one. Um, unless I'm like a big fan of them, but like, I like when Austin can break that, can talk about the old days a little bit and break down how old guys work versus now or talk about, remember that, remember this. I just, I like the nostalgia of it. Still my favorite one to nobody's surprise is the Bret Hart one. Yeah. Great one. Talking about Honky's powder, powder puff punches. Right. Yeah. Just break it down. Oh, it's right. so good. Right. Cause like every wrestling fan, I like the dirt, again. man. I like the dirt. I just want to go back and watch Bret so, Hart. I love Bret Hart. But that, I mean, that was really it for the for the Broken Skull Roller Coaster. Yeah. Uh, you know, watch it if you're interested. It's, it's always weird to watch WWE programming talk about AEW. Um, yeah, but, but that's what these types right, of shows are right. for. And I like, like that they Jericho I like that on. they do it. It's you know, it's cool. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, so after that, another thing you didn't watch that I did uh, that I will recommend you watch as I do every time. Uh, enjoy wrestling. On yeah, YouTube, I always forget. It's free. It. It's an hour long. It airs Thursday, so it's on like while while we're recording. That's why I forget about it. Um, but I love it, man. It's two matches a week from a show they did a couple months back. Sure. Uh, and so you get that. So, uh, this was fun. This is season five, uh, episode one, Renegade, free on YouTube. Look up and enjoy wrestling. I don't have anything to do with the show. I just really like it. Yeah. Uh, 
The for opening match is Trisha Dora versus Alec Price. Hmm. Uh, Alec Price is the most Boston sounding professional wrestler I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad he liked it on Twitter because I did not mean it as an insult, but he said he like wicked pissa. Like he is Boston. Man. I like Boston speak. Boston. Uh, like uh, his voice is so good, but he can never be anything but a heel. That's fine. By That's me. how Boston it is. Like he sounds like a Boston cabbie. Yeah. Like he is just—it's just what it is. That's uh, how I feel like whenever I hear like Dave Portnoy. Talk, right. I'm like Jesus, you're He's, fucking full Boston. more more Boston Jesus. than Portnoy. <laughs> uh, dude sucks, but yes. Um, I uh, I like this match. I'm a big Trisha Dora fan. I like Trisha Dora. Yeah, I'm happy I, to see her around. I don't know enough about her. Uh, I've seen her in a bunch I know of things, her, but you know, uh, I think she's very good. Alex Price was very good in this. Uh, there was a package pile driver pickup into a power bomb, which I thought was really cool. Uh, they did a lot of cool stuff here. Uh, Alec Price does the cross arm breaker and a pet peeve of this match is Adora stating it for way too long, uh, and got out of it. Like tap the right tap out immediately. Like, we'll talk about a match that did later. Right. You can't fight a cross arm no, breaker. It, not it, this is, day it is a dangerous fucking move. Not anymore. Yeah. No, um, you can't, do, can't fight it anymore. Right. Trisha Dora goes, wins with an out of nowhere Lariat Tubman, uh, which is her finish. And it's fantastic. I like these two. I like this match a lot. Uh, Trisha Dora is someone who I feel should be signed. Uh, we get a little run even yet. I think yet. she worked the... She worked the dark, dark we were at. One. No, she worked one last night, too. Oh, did she? I think she. it was uh, her versus Mercedes for the ROH women's title. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. So, uh, we had a run rate vignette, which is one of the tag teams there, because Enjoy is doing a tag team tournament. The Enjoy Cup is a okay. tag team tournament this year coming up. Uh, and following that, the second match of the show uh, was Violence is Forever, Dom Guarini and Kevin Koo, okay. versus Kings of the District, which is Jordan Blade and Eel O'Neal. Okay. Uh... Greeny and Kevin Koo uh, call themselves the final bosses of independent tag team wrestling. Uh, those Tom, guys have been Tom everywhere. Green is gonna fucking kill Broski. Right, absolutely. I hope so. Be crazy. Um, do you see that video of Broski sniffing that open package of fingers? <laughs> I sure the did. Fuck out of here! It's so weird. Weirdo. Um, <laughs> it was weird. Jordan Blade, I've seen on Beyond a couple of times. Uh, she's out there. Uh, looks like a killer. Eel O'Neill, I've seen on Enjoy. Uh, pretty much my only experience. I think most of the Enjoy people also worth AIW because Enjoy's in Pittsburgh, just across the border Close, there. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Blade throws great suplexes. They're tight. They're gross. They're awesome. Uh, and uh, Violence is Forever, just hitting people hard. Sure. Like, this is a hard-hitting match. Uh, they're, they do, like, a spike pile driver as a finish, like, you know, the top rope jump one, and, like, it's insane. Yeah. Uh, it's so fucking gross. Uh, I just I love the Enjoy, Enjoy stuff. Uh, give it, it's, you know, 45 minutes to an hour. It's free on YouTube. Uh, give them, give them a watch. I say it all the time. I'm going to talk about them every week for the next, I think five weeks or no, I don't think I don't know if it's 10 matches, four weeks, whatever it happens to be. Um, uh, this stuff is great. Uh, I know the show that's airing, I think like, well, has already aired tonight. Uh, as of this recording tomorrow, if you listen to so on and so forth, um, the, there's a eight man tag that is Ziggy Heim. Derek Dillinger and the Rip City Shooters teaming up to take on a couple another team I don't quite remember right now, uh, and Zicky Dice versus Edith Surreal. Uh, so there's tons of people I like on these shows. The production quality is way better than it has any goddamn right to be, uh, and uh, it's a ton of fun. Oh, Billy Dixon's on there. Billy Dixon just announced his retirement, uh, leaving professional wrestling. Uh, 
that's fine. Uh, <laughs> big big wrestler in that that sort of okay. group uh, was a judge on the Masked Wrestler for this season or maybe last season. I think maybe the first season he was when okay. Stat was on. Uh, just sort of put out a post about like he's been neglecting his body for long enough, and while he's young, it, everything's starting to take a toll. So he's leaving wrestling to focus on himself and sure. whatever. So so that's that. So there's one of his wor- last matches. Uh, enjoys great. Watch it all the time. Uh, I'm a I'm a pretty big fan. All right, now that uh, indie wrestling and my complaining and <laughs> whatever else is done for the show, uh, it's time to talk AEW. Done for the show. No, okay, well, the indie wrestling part, not my bitching and complaining. <laughs> uh, that's going to happen a little bit, probably. Uh, but let's talk AEW, pal. All right, I'm down. Okay. Um, my first note for Rampage is just Jamie Hayter. <laughs> okay. That's, that's it. it? That's all you got? Yeah, that tag match was a match. Okay. And Jamie Hayter was Jamie Hayter. Uh, I, uh, it was okay. Yep. <laughs> uh, Storm, Tony Storm hit a, a what I'm going to s- politely say is a hip attack in the corner, and that thing is deadly. Uh, oh, yeah, the one where it looks like Britt's next snap. <laughs> yes, the hip attack is deadly. That's uh-huh. what I meant by that thing. Uh, and <laughs> That thang. And that thang is, it's thanging. That thang is thang. That thang And uh, <laughs> there was a great cutoff by Hater with the big boot. Yes, Awesome. Perfectly timed, looked really good. Uh, and I was shocked that Storm gets the pin over Britt. Interesting. Interesting. I like that because Britt normally doesn't lose, but at right. the same time, you don't want Hater taking the fall right. before the match had happened on Dynamite. Right. So I like that. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Next thing I have is the uh, the Eddie Kingston collect call. Yes. Uh, you I, know, I love the way they did this. Me too. Put Patrick Jer- right in. Jericho sold it great. Uh, too. Jericho <laughs> is killing it in these segments with Eddie. Yeah. Probably because he's actually a, like legitimately a little afraid of Eddie. <laughs> you know. Uh, interesting thing in this, in this, and they bring it up, uh, on Dynamite this week too, but like, Eddie says my wife of 20 years? I know what he's talking about. Okay. I know. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll let, I'll wait until see if he says it on television okay. before we talk All about right. it. Uh, but yeah, they did this the right way. This is fucking funny. Uh, you know, teasing Eddie's too hurt to be on TV, all that sort of shit. Uh, and Jericho is Jericho's doing a hell of a job with this. I really, I really think so. Yeah, I thought it yeah. was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, then next I have the the Hook Danhausen confrontation. Oh, you don't have the uh, the horrible Tony Nese promo. Sure don't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sure and you don't have the Hook versus JD Drake squash match. Yeah, it was what it was. Okay. You know, Hook beating okay. the fuck out of people's always fun. Okay. Um. But, you know, Dan Housen comes out. He mm-hmm. tries to offer friendship to Hook. Yeah. Because uh, Hook has already announced he has his first match this week on mm-hmm. Dynamite. Yes. And Smart Mike Sterling will that, be in the corner. That was the Tony end of the, of the Tony Nese awful promo was that it's Nice Dan Housen. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and he tries to offer friendship to Hook. Hook kind yeah. of pushes him down. Dan Housen leaves. And Hook realizes he was gifting him a bag of chips and he feels real bad. And then he, But he throws the chips down anyway. Yeah. He was frustrated. Did you notice anything felt- about Dan Housen in this segment? I no. bet you didn't. No. You didn't? No. I did. What'd you notice? He's messed his hair up to try and look like Hook. Eh, his hair's always messy. It's it's messy. It's usually like yeah. it has product in it and is a little more combed. Yeah. It's gone it's going in a little more directions to try and that's look good. like Hook. Well, I think I, it's a subtle thing. Well that's really I, I smart. hope that that's a, I hope yeah. that that's legit. Yes. Good for good for him. I think it is. I hope it is. Um, I, I noticed that. It's the first time I've noticed his hair. The next thing I have is the uh 
return of Riho mm-hmm. going up against the return of Yuka Sakazaki. Yeah, Yuka Sakazaki. Uh, I thought this match was pretty good. Yeah. Not going to lie. Right. Yuka's a lot of fun, and these types of matches makes Riho look like uh, an actual wrestler. Mm-hmm. So uh, I enjoyed it. And Riho rocking the all-black gear. Yeah. Don't see that much. Usually she's like right. purple and pink and frilly and happy. I, it's so much so that I was like, oh, wait, is Riho supposed to be the bad guy here? But no. Yeah. Good for Yuka Sakazaki. Yeah. I, I like Yuka I've, a lot. I've missed her. Yeah. She's a lot of fun. She loses. She, well, of course. <laughs> of course. Hey, listen. You're going to be looking up at the lights when you make one appearance every eight months. That's true. Uh, and then the, the next segment on the show where we all lose, a, another Sean Spears' Joker promo. Dude, what the fuck? Speaking I, of, I don't understand Speaking it. of Sean Spears' Joker, did you oh, see no. that fucking dummy Titan Strowman, Adam Sure? Oh, what did he do? You didn't see his promo? I don't so, pay attention so, to that. So, so this showed up in my timeline, too. So he's got, like, the Road Warrior... A hawk, like two striper going on. Okay. The double mohawk going on. And he cut a promo. I'm assuming for for whatever bullshit thing they're putting on. Trying to control his narrative, dude. uh, Where he's standing at a table and like his head is cocked and he's looking real close at the camera. And he's got a big cleaver. And he like slides the flat end across his face and goes, why so serious? (laughs) And like, I'm like, everybody's like, oh, he's jokerified. And I'm like. Why not come up with a with a line? Why just steal the line that everyone knows? Why use the line that was literally on the Batman movie poster for that fucking movie? It's insane. What is like? Shame. Is he gonna do a second one and be like, "We live in a fucking society"? Is that what's gonna happen? What an unoriginal fuck! He has absolutely nothing to contribute to the world of professional wrestling. Man, remember when he was like super over? Yep, when they were doing the choo-choo noises. Yeah, well, not before oh. that when it was like <laughs> my kill, favorite part when he was, was killing the like noises. Roman Reigns every week. Yes, man, yeah. that seems like a long time. Uh, my favorite part was the choo-choo noises. That that's nobody's favorite part of anything. <laughs> woo woo. Um, my my favorite part of this show yes. rampage uh-huh. was Jay Lethal versus Konosuke Takeshita. Okay. Uh, Kansuke Takeshita is fucking awesome. Yeah, and he's wrestling Hangman coming up. He sure is. Um, when he hit that lariat off the top, mm-hmm. it was fucking cool, the, man. Yeah, the lariat from the Lethal Injection yeah. was awesome, like, like switching that out. Yeah. Uh, you got Excalibur on commentary, just casually dropping names. Oh, of course. It's like it's crazy. It, yeah. it drops Akiyama, Tenru, sure. Jumbo, Sharuda. Yeah course he does super that's, weird that's what he does man yeah you know sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't like when he compares penelope before to the fucking great muda yes Ugh. right uh but no i thought the match was awesome yeah. i really did i thought it was really good yeah and then we get the doofuses attacking takeshita best friends come out for the save and samoa joe's got oc's back he sure does the way the lord bent it absolutely uh thing you skipped on this show i just want to talk about really quick dan lambert promo Dude, if you were to ask me right now what it is about, I wouldn't be able to name it. Interesting, because this was the Let's Make Dan Lambert Heal Again promo. Okay, was he, he was one of the Baltimore Orioles. And he comes sure. out and he's like, all you people have ruined Baltimore. <laughs> like, cut the cheap heat promo to turn sure. to turn him back. Because Tony Khan has admitted in interviews that he overcalculated how big of a thing this was going to be for Sammy. I saw that, yeah. 
Uh, and so this was a turn Lambert heel again kind of thing because he was in the Baltimore shirt. And I was like, oh, here he is, like, making good to the crowd. Pandering, but, yeah. But they try to turn. They try to get him back to a heel side. And then uh, Frankie Kazarian comes out to confront Scorpio Sky, and okay. they give that a promo. I, I do remember that, yeah. Stop trying with Frankie Kazarian. <sighs> For real, man. <laughs> Stop trying. Kazarian is a is a is a above average wrestler, slightly above average wrestler. Slight. Uh, a, he's not above average. A, Mike Sanders, bo- a below average personality. Yeah, he just doesn't do it for Scorp me. Scorp Kazarian is not a match anyone wants to see. I understand you have to have title matches where the title yeah, holder is going to retain. Course, yeah, but that it's not a marquee matchup. Stop trying to fucking make it work. Kazarian Kazarian has had nineteen fucking gimmicks in this thing. He was elite hunter for a good hot minute till nobody nobody gave was. a shit at no. all. I died of death. Remember when he was like trying to trying to force his way into teaming up with Kingston and Mox during all that shit? <laughs> yeah, that was fucking out. insane. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was uh, that's all a rampage, right? Yeah, that was it, man. Uh, that Lethal Takeshita was Takeshita was very good. I liked it a, I liked lot. a lot. I thought that's the type of match yeah. Lethal needs to have. Yeah, for sure. Make it made him seem much bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll move to Dynamite. Dino. Uh, Mike. So, picture was on the internet before the show Uh-oh. happened uh, of Tony Khan with Martha Hart and mm. Owen's kids. Yes. And that made me real happy. Yeah. I don't know why. I just saw it and I go, that's pretty fucking cool, man. Okay. Um, so, then the opener you had was the quarterfinal of the Owen tournament. Mm-hmm. Adam Cole versus Dax Harwood. Uh, what was that last name? Dax Harwood. Incorrect. That's what? Incorrect. Was it incorrect? Incorrect, because on his action figure on the side of the box, it said hardwood. Oh. And in the original graphic for this match that they put on TV and online, it said hard dude. I like It should be hard dude. <laughs> it's H-A-R-D-O-O-D. I like that. Hard dude. I like that better than hardwood. Dax hard dude. Hard dude. I'm into that. Uh, he had tweeted about it. He was like, Jesus fucking Christ. But yes. Yeah, keep fucking Dax his name up, guys. hard dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought the match was... Good? I think it was a little better than good. I don't know. I feel like it didn't hit that next level for it me didn't, for some reason. But I, think it was, but uh, yeah. I questioned myself for a second when Dax hit Cole with the pile driver. Mm-hmm. That Cole got super fucked up from it. Yeah. But he just sold it really good. Because mm, he like laid on the mat for a while. Like, yeah. Kind of not moving at all. And mm-hmm. his legs were kind of crossed. And I'm like, oh, that didn't yeah. look great. Right. Um, I don't like him winning with a sharpshooter, though. So... Not at all. Right. So I both like and dislike the finish. I dislike that they're doing it because it's not something in Cole's repertoire. Yeah, that's it's what not I a mean. move he yeah. uses. Uh, but I like that they put the sharpshooter on and somebody didn't just get the fuck out of it. Yeah, I, I do, like. I, I like, do like that. I like the respect to the sharpshooter, but I don't think Cole needed it. He didn't need to win with a fucking right. sharpshooter. Uh, my favorite thing in this match is that Dax has arguably the worst crossbody I've ever seen in professional wrestling. And I love it. Even worse than Ric Flair's? <laughs> well, I love his crossbody. It, it does not look like he's going to turn over all the way. It looks like he's not going to make it. Oh, is it the one where he jumped up on the second rope, the turnaround one? Yes. Oh, okay, he's, he okay. did it twice in this match. And it looks like shit but i like it because he's not like he's he's not an athletically high he's an athletic guy but he's not like a high flying fast wrestler that's not his style you know he's not doesn't have the body type for it so i like that he does a cross body even though it doesn't look the best 
because he's going to hit you like a fucking ton of bricks and yeah. it's going to hurt. So like it's like one of the worst looking crossbodies I've ever seen, but I love it. Yeah, I can get down with that. So, yeah. Um, what did you think of Cole going over? Yeah, I mean it, it's a singles tournament. Makes hard sense, hard right? to do the tag wrestler. Yeah. Uh, I would rather them mix some stuff up and have a little excitement in this tournament. Sure. Like they, so far, it's pretty clear like who's going to win what matchup probably yeah. until the next round it or the so finals. Far, yeah. But uh, and like you know, like at this point, I'm much more hyped to watch the FTR guys wrestle than I am to watch Cole wrestle. Yeah. But he's a tag guy in a singles tournament. You can't do that forever. Yeah, um, but but true. if if Dax won with the sharpshooter, I think that would have been awesome, and then losing the next round. But like he gets by because he's the one in the tournament trying to honor Owen the most. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah. Little Hart family. I thought it was. Yeah, I thought yeah. the match was good. Right. Um, then you had uh, CM Punk coming out in his goddamn John Tavares jersey, uh-huh. which made me giggle so hard. I'm like, goddamn, this is like they're like. WWF's version of Canada. It's Bizarro World. Yes. Um, you know, and he's, he'll forever be a heel in Long Island because of MJF. Certainly. And he just likes to rub it in, which I like. So, so is there a story behind that person's jersey? Yeah, so John Tavares, he was the captain of the New York Islanders okay. for the longest time. Beloved said he was was not leaving. Mm-hmm. And then he left to go to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh. So a lot of sour feelings okay. there. So, because I don't know anything about that later on the show, when MJF comes out in one, I was like, yeah. what's going on? Yeah, well, he's wearing his own. Okay. Because he, yeah. he was like a guest of one yeah. of the games But I was like, week. why hate punks? And, but I was like, what's going on? So yeah. There you go. I just, you know, whatever. Yeah, hockey. that's uh, that's that's, a, yeah. that's talking hockey. If I was a hockey player in the United States, I would I too would take an offer to go to Canada to play hockey uh, in an effort to return hockey to Canada and not have it in the United States. Yeah. Yeah, but it's the Maple Leafs. Ugh. I don't know. Ugh. They could have went to the Vancouver Canucks. What about the Whale? Are they still around? The Whale? I don't know. You mean the Hartford Whalers? Yeah, that one. Haven't been around for a long time. No? No, they're the Carolina Hurricanes. Do you want to know the extent? The Winnipeg Jets are back, though. Do you want to know the extent of my hockey knowledge? Uh, your favorite team is the Atlanta Thrashers. I don't know what that is. They're not a team anymore. Uh, uh, it is the uh, the part in the beginning of Mall Rats where... where uh, okay. Ooh. Whoa, uh, where Jason Lee is playing the the We're Sega. Right in my house, and and he says, was, uh, it, "Was it played NHL '94?" I guess, and he's like, "Hartford, the whale. They only beat to whatever, whatever, many times." Yeah, yeah, and that's why Shannon Doherty gets mad at him. What about the Broad Street Bullies? Eh, whatever. How dare you? Yeah. All right. So CM Punk versus John Silver. I know a guy who used to be a big Flyers fan, but isn't anymore. But that's for another podcast. <laughs> You sell out. Fuck you. He don't listen. No. Uh, no. And if he does, Kev, I'm disappointed in you still. That's right. Um, all right. CM Punk versus John Silver. The raw dog. Uh, the meat man. It, it's funny. Like, Punk's trying to play up the heel. Uh-huh. He's still getting cheered. <laughs> like, yeah. Raw dog was getting cheered, too. They're both getting their cheers. Right. Um, you know, I thought this, again, this was another super solid match. Right. I saw a, like, clip not on TV of Punk really getting booed. Yeah. You know, like, it wasn't on the TV audience. And, like, this was just, like, Tony Khan saying, hey, Punk, uh, go out there and make them hate you. Because that thing with Hangman didn't quite work out last week. Yeah. Uh, so we need you to to fit, to course correct on this a little bit. See, so, so I'm going to reserve judgment because I want to see what TV is going to be like next week with the two of them. Right. Because um, Punk playing up the heel in Long Island. Yeah, right. I want to see if it's in a different city yeah. what it's going to be like. Right. Uh but I mean Punk pretty disrespectful stealing the buckshot for the win. 
Hey, that's what a good heel does. Didn't look good, but he did it. That's what a good heel does. True. Uh, And listen, if anybody can go out there and play the heel, it's uh, Punk. Sure. That's for sure. Sure. I'll never forget that famous story that he wrote. uh, He wrote up like 15 weeks of TV to go heel to Vince McMahon. And Vince Vince was like, oh, we're going to make a challenge. Give you a challenge. We're going to turn you heel. And he turns to him and goes, what's the challenge? It's like, I guess he just doesn't know yeah. anything about him. So. Right. Um, next thing I have is the debut match of one Mr. Daniel Housen. I was excited because this would be the first ever Dan Housen wrestling match I ever see. Yeah. Dan Housen, Tony Nese. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Dan Housen gets distracted, gets pummeled, eats the knee. One, two, three. Yep. I don't think he's fully healed yet. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, just think, need, they felt they needed to get him in the ring. But, if you think he yeah. broke his leg on Halloween. Right. Like, and had to have surgery and, yeah. like, had a rod put in it. I don't know how fast these things work for yeah. getting cleared for action for, like, a broken leg with a rod and Man, stuff. Man, Warner's back, right? They broke their leg in, like, the same day. Yeah, I don't know. Is he back? Well, I mean, he showed up at a show a while ago. But well, maybe he, he showed work. up and he didn't do anything. He didn't work. So, okay. yeah. you know, I, right. I don't know how these things work with yeah. healing injuries and right. whatever. Um, so, and, like, that makes sense. Th- it, that's fine. Yeah. You know, like, that's right. fine. Him just getting obliterated. Mm-hmm. It works for Tony Nese. Yeah. Yeah, I have to get, get some sort of fucking heat on Yeah, try time. something. It's his hometown. It's a fucking jobber right, entrance. Right, because he's, he's fucking nothing, man. Yeah. Um, so, Tony Nese just keeps laying into him. Yeah. And then uh, out comes Hook. Yep. Hook for the save. Right. Hook shakes Dan Housen's the, hand. This is the official formation of Hookhausen. Mark it down in your they near this days in wrestling. Officially here. Yeah. And uh, it's announced that on the buy-in for the pay-per-view, it is going to be Hookhausen versus Smart Mark Tony Nese. So weird. I can't wait. Yeah. Smart Mark all over this show. Smart. Hey, smart. Good Everywhere. for him. Good for him. He's got three separate clients, and they're all good TV time. They I guess certainly so. do. Good for him. Uh, the next thing I have is the MJF stuff. The Wardlow car- contract uh, signing. Dude, that Dark Side of the Ring parody. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Hilarious. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, absolutely funny, especially with them being in the news this week for, or last yeah. week or whatever for not having a uh, contract I thought that was next season. Perfect. It was really funny. Even like the Jericho doing the voiceover being like, wait, I hate this guy. And then, uh-huh. oh, how much is he paying me? Yeah. Oh, all right, we'll do it then. Right. Like, it was just worked. Barry Horowitz with the captured famous Jewish wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> that was so fucking funny. Yeah. I, I did. I thought they killed it with that. Yeah. Um, MJF comes out, you know, hometown, mm-hmm. babyface pop, playing to the crowd, you know, all that shit. Uh, Wardlow in the cuffs, you know, just uh, MJF's promo. I guess you could touch on this more because I know you said you had problems with it. Uh no, I uh you said two things you didn't like about it. Oh, well the the two things I don't like about it are the uh the the WWF mentions. Oh, okay. I'm just not interested, man. Yeah. Uh, I think that I think this is probably the best he's ever been on the mic, honestly. This bizarro babyface MJF, I think was better than than MJF normally. Uh I think he yeah. I think I think he was uh, played with the crowd better, and more comfortable in his hometown, you know. Uh, I thought he was funny. I thought he was still like a good heel kind of stuff. I like like the over exaggerated like winks, 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 like that stuff. Um, it probably overstayed its welcome a little bit, which he tends to do sure. in his promos, at least to me. I did enjoy. Uh, well, I thought about this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Joe saying like 
MJF promos, you know, one in five. Mm-hmm. Here's your one. You know, there's your yeah. one that, goddamn, it's really fucking good. Right. And then we'll see what the next four are. Yeah. Um, yeah, the the two things were the, the, the WWE 2024 and the referring to TK as, oh, that guy in the back. Oh, okay. I don't need that shit. Uh, but I but I like this thing, yeah. Did you like uh, Wardlow obliterating all the, the cap students, uh, all the Creator Pro guys? Uh, one Mr. CPA getting obliterated out there. Oh, yeah, I didn't, uh-huh. I didn't notice. Uh, Wardlow is a god right now. Yeah. Uh, uh, dude, that whole thing, it just gave yeah. me Dave Batista vibes. Yeah. Big Batista vibes when Batista powerbomb Triple H through the table at their contract mm. signing for WrestleMania. Yeah, it just I don't. It felt like I'm watching, like I'm just yeah. watching the same right. thing. It's interesting too. Like uh, this is this has been some of their best TV, the MJF Wardlow stuff. But it's really interesting because like the pinnacle just sort of dissolved. They didn't they didn't make a big deal about no, there it was no breakup. FTR went babyface reluctantly. Uh, and they just were like, well, we're just walking away from this because we got better things going on and yeah. whatever. Uh, maybe the, the MJF, like, you have to wrestle everybody before you wrestle me shit that he's done, like, three times now is a little old. Yeah, uh, that, that trope gets a little, a little but much. Like, but it's his coward character. Sure. I get it. It's the ultimate chicken uh, shit. But Wardlow is a god here, man. Like, this is the way you build a wrestler. This is the way you make a superstar, uh, you know. Just just turning around people's opinions, looking fucking great. You know, if Wardlow's not very good in the ring, I mean, he's been looking really good. But, like, if he's not the best dude in the ring, they're protecting the shit out of him. Like, you know, now, they're Now, here's, here's a question stuff. for you. And I feel like I'm playing armchair booker here a bit. Okay. At the pay-per-view, mm-hmm. do you have MJF beat Wardlow? Oh, boy. Uh... What's the stip is what he can never wrestle in AEW again. Yeah. And do you have Wardlow if he loses, turn it up even more? Uh-huh. Like you know, attacking like, you know how he's been attacking security mm. guards and all this. Now we start attacking wrestlers. Okay. Now we start beating up, you know what's supposed to be like, I don't know, some guy in a jobber match. Go yeah. out there and just fucking destroy him and be like. Yeah, I'm taking this show hostage. Have him, of course, run by nefarious means. Yeah, you know. that walks a little too close to heel. I think that I think you'd have to be really care be careful with that if he's if he's beating up innocent people and trying to you know he's been beating up innocent security guards, <laughs> right on the way to MJF. Yeah, uh, I I think that'd be a little rough. Uh, man, I don't. I think you have. Like, are you gonna have MJF take a pin two pay per views in a row? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think with the stipulation, you, you don't get a, uh, you can't work in AEW ever again. Uh, I think, I think you have lightning in a bottle with Wardlow and I think you need to, uh, you know, MJF, nobody, nobody's, nobody's turned, tuning into MJF and praising MJF for his in-ring ability. I don't think taking no. another pin bothers, like will mess with them that much. Uh, maybe I, it depends on what you what you what you have available for Wardlow after because you could I guess stretch this, uh, but any further than the pay per view and you run the risk of making people disinterested. And right now with Wardlow, you have a lightning in a bottle. Yeah, I I think you do. And I don't know. I just thought about it though. Like, yeah, hmm, dude, burn it a, even a little bit longer. Right. Like, I don't know. Because then you play that game of, like, did you wait too long or... When you know do they do the Diamond 
battle royal diamond ring thing. I have no idea. That's not till like the fall, right? You couldn't spread it that long. I was gonna say if that was coming up, like if that was the pay per view after, I would have Wardlow lose and stay away, and then have Wardlow announced as the Joker. Yeah, that. have him come in and just because the Joker's never not necessarily no. someone who's going to get signed. Yeah, so he's not technically signed. Yeah, and then have him come in and win the win the ring. Yeah. Like have MJF be the last one again. Yeah, and have Wardlow win the ring. But I think that's too far off. Man, it's tough because this stuff is really good. But yeah. I I would not risk running it. It's for another month or two. And losing what you have right now. It's tough because... But there's also no spot in Wardlow for the main event right now. And that's so what I mean. What, what does Wardlow do after this? Beat Scorp for the TNT title. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I could see that. But then what does MJF do after this? You know? Whatever. Okay, you got to move on to somebody else. You can't keep sure. tied to Wardlow forever. But you, you have to think... Like, this has been going on a long time. You ha- have to remember. Well, the official turn was the last pay-per-view for Wardlow. Right, but they've, so, been, but they've been teasing yeah, it's it been for teased. six months or more. Yeah, I don't know. I just it's tough. I, wrestling, I always, fans, wrestling fans are fickle. I, yeah, and that's what I mean. You wrestling know, fans, it's, either way, either way's a risk. Yeah, he wins, and you have the potential of nothing for him in a higher point. Yeah, what do you do? Or he loses, and people lose interest. Yeah, uh, that's it a is. Tough one. It's one of those like that's a tough booked one. into a corner type things. It, it, I think it's gone better than anyone has expected it. Hundred percent. They've been. Look at, I mean, honestly, look at MJF's last two feuds. Right. With Punk and now this. Right. They've been knocking and, it out of right. the park. And there's not. You're right in the way. Like there's not much competition for Wardlow after this. Where do you put him? You can't move him against Hangman because he's babyface. Scorp would work, but in theory, he should run right through Scorp. Yeah, he should demolish him. And, and if do he that. does, maybe you do it. Maybe you do it. You know. You know. Maybe you. You know, maybe you give Wardlow that, and Eddie comes comes calling for it after Blood and Guts in a few months. Uh, but see, I man, then you take, you take the risk of Wardlow versus Eddie, right? I, I don't know, right? It's tough. What are you gonna do with the crowd there? It's tough. But they like, love them both, but right. you're gonna have to pick. You're gonna have to choose, right? That's, but that's how AEW is set up. They're set up across yeah, the board for picking it's, and choosing. It's weird. It's tough. It's a tough yeah. spot, but I, I think Wardlow wins. I I don't I honestly don't think and even you know like Wardlow can win and then MJF can be uh, picking at his heels for a little bit until they do a a a, a rematch and whatever or something I don't know yeah but I just try to look at like and yeah. obviously again armchair mm-hmm. bookers they sure. probably have all this shit figured out you know one would hope so uh, next up I have was uh, Ricky Starks versus Jungle Boy yeah. Every time I see Ricky Starks on my television, mm-hmm. I like him even more. Uh, I think this was uh, a bad match for Jungle Boy. Agreed. Uh, and I'm not going to say like that this was a bad match, but Ricky Starks expo- exposed that kid in this match yeah. in a way that he hasn't been yet, and that hurts. And him. it's not on purpose. It's not on purpose. <laughs> you know, it's just it's not. Starks did not go out there and mean to do that. No. But Starks is so smooth. Such a smooth talker. Yep. Good looking dude. Like he is the to- he is a complete Starks is is one of the most complete like wrestlers the they have on the roster. Cheering Ricky Starks, right. you know, <laughs> he is a complete wrestler. Yeah, and he can this, do it all. And in this match, he he exposes Jungle Boy a little bit. Jungle Boy's young man. Yeah, That's a oh, young fucking dude. He's got yeah. a long career and a long way to go, and he's going to be a star for a long time. But you gotta you gotta make sure you put him in the right spots until he gets a little better. 
and this was not it. Starks Starks exposed them. So I, the way the match ends, you know, you it seems that they're setting it up for like a three way at the pay per view for the tag titles. Yeah, uh, um, sure. Jurassic Express, yeah, versus Starks and Hobbs mm-hmm. versus uh, Swerve and Keith yeah. Lee. Right. Um, I think it's time you take the belts off Jurassic Express. Yeah, because they've done fuck all with them. Yeah. So they hint, they teased the Christian thing at the end, but he ended up hugging Jungle Boy. Yeah, and see, like I like that because yeah. Christian came out and yelling at. Mm-hmm. Swerve said, what the fuck are you doing? You cost him the match, right. you know? He didn't take it out on Jungle Boy. He knows right. it's not his fault. Right. Um, but, yeah, I uh, I don't know where you go with the tag belts either. Uh, so Because you, you said it perfectly a couple weeks ago. I love Keith Lee mm-hmm. and Swerve together. Yeah. They don't need to be together. They don't. You know? They don't. Uh, it'd be interesting because Hobbs and Starks are both real good. Yeah. Uh, and the more Starks is going to be in that ring, the quicker they're going to turn them, and Hobbs is going to go with them when oh, that happens. Absolutely. Uh, and that's fine. Team Taz can be loved because Hook's there. Hook's already beloved. Yeah. Right? But, Hook's been uh, out doing his own thing. Yeah. But he's still, I love our he's commentary. still a member of Team Taz. I love our commentary. They're asking Taz, like, oh, you're going to have somebody over for Thanksgiving dinner. He's like, what the hell are you talking about? And then somebody, I think, went to Taz here go, Taz, Hook, and Danhausen. He goes, ah, oh, Danhausen? Eh, I'm over Mikasa. <laughs> Uh, but like <laughs> I want to go to Taz's concert. Hook Hook is Team Taz by default. Um, so three way tag match. Uh, I think you can conceivably go to either team other than Jurassic Express. I think the the end needs to be one of these two ways. Either Christian turns on Jungle Boy in the match and costs him. Or Christian turns on Jungle Boy after the match. Yeah. Because then what you do is you do Jungle Boy versus Christian, heel Christian, who protects and cradles that child mm. in a wrestling match. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and makes him look better than yeah. he is. Has Jungle Boy suck on teat. <laughs> right. It has Jungle Boy look better than he is. Have him learn a couple more things because again, Jungle Boy's good. I'm not saying Jungle Boy isn't good. No, I'm saying he's got a lot. He's got a lot of growth to go and a lot. And he's going to be a so star young, for a long time. Yeah. You can go a lot worse places than being in a program with Heel Christian, helping you learn what what you need to do and, and bring you up to that next level, make you more of a complete wrestler. So either way, uh, whatever team you want, I think Starks and Hobbs as the tag team is the better way to go, just because Keith Lee and Swerve have so much singles potential. Not that Starks and Hobbs don't, but not as much as as Hobbs and, or as Lee and Swerve do yeah. right now. Yep. Uh, but the finish is definitely going to involve Christian turning on Jungle Boy one way or another, setting up Christian versus Jungle Boy. Yeah. Uh, that's you have to, you have to, man. Yeah. And Christian, it's, Christian will, it's about that time. Christian will take the three stars that that kid is capable of now and make it four or yeah. more. Yep. And make him look good. Because uh, he's a veteran and a pro. I agree. And uh, not doing something fucking stupid with Punishment Martinez anywhere. Oh, God damn. Christian's officially the better member of Edge and Christian. I wouldn't have said that three weeks ago. But Really? Yeah. Dude. Christian. I'm more of an Edge guy. Oh, boy. I don't that even, I don't, shocks I don't me. Even really? Re- I don't even really like Edge. Uh, I don't like either of them singles, oh, honestly. Oh, uh, But, like, Christian always seemed like the lesser of the singles guy to me. See... But I think Edge is at best a mid mid run intercontinental champion. I don't think he ever had the rights to hold a world title. 
Uh, okay. But I just think Edge was Edge was, seemed like more of a bigger deal as a singles wrestler, and I've never seen Christian's Impact stuff. So, oh man, see, like that's the difference. Like, yeah, Christian and Impact, right, killed it. Right, even Christian's feud with Randy Orton back in like 2011 ish. Yeah, I'm not saying Christian's bad at it. Edge just always felt Edge felt like a bigger deal to well, me. Well, it's because he had it with a rated R superstar, and you know, putting his bang on his butt on TV, right, live know, on TV, all that shit. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> But no more. Dick, uh, dick on butt. I, I did really enjoy Edge and Christian, though, like the rest of the world. Yeah, of course. Yeah. They're, hey, they're a part of Team Wreck. It's true. You think you know me. You think you know me. Um, all right. So Jericho Appreciation Society celebration. Yeah. Um, Jericho trying to look like Ozzy Osbourne, and it's freaking me out. Oh, is that the, what it was? Yeah, very like the frill jacket. Uh, Someone posted a picture of like Ozzy and Sabbath. Yeah, I know, the, I know the jacket because he wears it on the uh-huh. cover of... Uh, uh, what the hell? Sabbath four, three, whatever yeah. the other um, one is. Uh, I thought he looked like he was ready to beat a phantom of the park. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, now listen. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, so that's. You all like alcohol? <laughs> <laughs> Who here likes tequila? <laughs> Why well, you got nothing that? But I got a little cold gin. <laughs> um. <laughs> Hi, this is Paul Stanley. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Gene Simmons from Kiss. It's like they're actually here and we're going to be sued. I fucking love Paul Stanley so much. Dude, him at the beginning of the Let's Put the X in Sex video Uh with his hand on fire, just going. It's the best fucking vocal oh, line fucking I've insane. ever heard. Him and Still, my favorite moment ever at a wedding is being at your reception. Right. And the first fucking song was Let's Put the X in certainly sex. was. I just go, best wedding ever. <laughs> uh, him in the, the decline of Western civilization, the metal years, in bed with like eight women. Yeah. <laughs> it, what a what a guy trying yeah. to prove what he is. Why would you want to ruin such a bombastic experience with drugs <laughs> and alcohol? <laughs> The best part about a kiss show is you might end up with a star in your crotch. <laughs> I love Paul Stanley. All right. He's, so, he's a wild human being. <laughs> wild. Yeah. I'll never forget when you played a stage banter and it woke Doug up out of a dead <laughs> yep. sleep. Him just going, oh shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, he's the best. Jericho Appreciation yeah. Society shit. Uh, <laughs> Daddy Magic. What turns him on and what makes his nipples hard? He's the fucking best. So weird. Uh, and then out of fucking nowhere, John Moxley's music hits, right. and I, I'm texting you, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Right. So we talked about this, and we we're like, well, this makes sense, but they can't. Like they're doing other stuff right now. Uh, but <laughs> and then yeah, then uh, Brian Danielson's music hits. Yep. And out comes Danielson with Wheeler Yuta mm-hmm. and William Regal. And Regal, right. Uh, well, and Yuta's going to be a little busy for the next couple sure. of weeks. So this is I like, still like that he was here, though. I like that, that he was here, happy. but he ain't going to be here. The, the odds will even sure. with those two for the next bunch of weeks until yeah. Wheeler's um, back. You know, I like them having the standoff of Jericho being like, you stupid sons of bitches. There's only four of you. There's five. Yeah. They just see Kingston, uh-huh. Santana Ortiz rise up. Yeah. Kingston with the goddamn burn makeup straight out of Memphis Hor- in 1983. Horribly burned oh, Eddie I Kingston. I love it so much. I, I hope he has it for the Ishii match this week. Dude, listen... Remember when Moxie was wearing the eye patch mm-hmm. and he went over and worked Japan and he wore that fucking eye patch? Certainly did. He was out wearing the eye patch. Yeah. He's committed. Uh, Eddie, you need to be committed. That's right. Uh, he, that's, 
It's a funny thing. Uh, but yeah, so what, they're going to do, obviously, they're going to do Blood and Guts, right? You would think, right? So at the pay-per-view in two weeks or whatever no, it is? No, they're gonna They're going to extend this out through another pay-per-view, you think? Yeah, they're not going to do Blood and Guts announced on a two-weeks notice, no? I think. Okay. Or even save a Blood and Guts for a Dynamite. Oh, yeah, maybe they do it on a Dynamite. Because you know, here's the thing. Wheeler's not gone for that long. No, he's gone for, what, a month? Yeah, It'll maybe. like a month for best of so like juniors. So if you do that, I think it's even maybe two, three weeks. I think it might be three weeks only because they, they, yeah. they were on a pretty hard schedule there. But whatever sure. it is, you know, even still, they don't – the pay-per-views only come once every quarter. Yeah. So, like, you're not extending this to another yeah, – So you have Moxley, Brian – Santana Ortiz and Eddie versus yeah. holy fuck. Right. Because you can't if you bring Wheeler, then the odd then it's yeah. six on five and it doesn't work, and then you gotta exclude someone from the blood and guts. Sure. Whatever, which you can do. Um but uh or add one to Jericho if yeah. you needed to. But uh I think I think the blood and guts gets done within the month, if not at this pay per view. Yeah, I can see just that. Just because their pay per views are stretched out so far, and sure. I don't know what is on this pay per view card. I don't think they've really talked about it. No, the only thing is Punk Hangman, right? Uh, the Hookhausen match, yeah. and then Deep Thunder Rosa. Yeah, glad to see you know they were featured on television last night. Yep. Um, probably the, the finals of the Owen tournaments. Yeah, too. I would assume both of them. I'd imagine. Yeah, men's and women's. Right. Um, my favorite part. Well, there's a couple things here with Jericho, like when they all start fighting. Yeah. Eddie goes for Jericho, and Eddie just holds him on the ground. Mm-hmm. He's not throwing punches; he's just choking him. Yeah, he's choking the right. fucking life out of Chris Jericho. Eddie knows how to make wrestling real. Like, just watch that. I'm, I'm going. He's gonna kill him. Yeah. He's gonna kill Chris Jericho for sure. Not one punch, just choking yep. him, and they escape. And then Regal says, "Oh no, no, Jericho!" Yep. Boom! Left fucking hand. Right. Which. JR doesn't know his difference between left and right because he calls it a right hand. Whatever. Uh, boom, left hand, and yeah. I got real fired up for that. And there's a history there. Um, so. so, dude, it's such an easy story to tell pro yeah. wrestlers versus sports entertainers. Yep. That is perfect. Mox and Eddie with their relationship. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Right. right. It just fits, and it makes so much fucking Wrestling's sense. Wrestling's easy when you let it. Oh, man. I can't wait for this. Mm-hmm. God damn it. I'm fired up. Yeah. Um. Next thing I have is uh, a dream match, if you will. Uh, certainly. Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter. Yes. Uh, so the match itself, I, I thought it was pretty good. I, I had this penciled in as the sleeper, the the steal, the, the the show stealer here. Okay. It could. I was like, this is going to low key steal this show. Okay. Nobody's going to expect it. They're going to come in. They got a history. They wrestled all over. You know, they've had matches in the past. Sure. I was like, this this is gonna low key steal the show. Uh, it probably would have uh, if two men in the main event didn't decide <laughs> to go fucking bananas on each other. <laughs> it sure did. Uh, but uh, but I I like this match. Uh, you know, I think they're two very talented uh, women. Hater, I think is 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 a an underused, underutilized, underrealized talent in AEW. She still takes the best crossbody I've ever Amazing seen. Amazing bumps. I love it. Amazing. Yep. Uh and Tony Storm's great. We all know that. Tony Storm's awesome. We all know that. Yeah. Uh WWE knew that. They just can't do anything. You know, they just shoot themselves in the It wasn't Tony foot. time anymore, man. But uh I, I like this match and I I love the pin out of nowhere, man. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I like that. Right. Um I'm all about this, so 
good for Tony Storm getting the yeah, win. Yeah, absolutely. I figured she was going to get the win. Yeah. Um, Hater's just not that. I think Hater's great. I think Hater's better, way better than like Brit. I do too. I think the Brit Hater feud, when that eventually spins out, could be really good. I do too. Uh, but, I just hope Hater goes over. I, yeah, I really like Jamie but Hater. but me too. Me too. I, I think she's smooth. Yeah. I think she's crisp. I think the stuff her stuff in the ring is really good. Uh, but uh, Storm's the right choice here. She's the name. She's yeah. the more recognizable talent, and sure. you know. Maybe maybe this can spin out into a into a blood feud that ends in a street fight. I'm just I listen. I'm just spitballing. Throwing things out there. Just, you I'm know, just just coming up with ideas. A whatever you want to do. Brawl, if you right? Will. Bunkhouse brawl. Whatever. Just throwing it out there. Right. Put, whatever. Put whatever you want to do. Right. As King a, of the road match. Whatever you want to do. As Levar Ball once said, "I'm going to speak this into existence." There you go. <laughs> and he sure did. Yes. Uh, then yeah, fucking main event, dude. Uh, quarterfinal for the Owen tournament. Jeff Hardy versus Darby Allen. Yeah. Uh, it's just a fucking car crash. So, so this, so <laughs> it's crazy. So shit. they announced like earlier in the day that this was like an anything goes match. Yeah, I'm like, that's weird for a singles tournament, but whatever. And I read some reports that Hardy's been working banged up. When he, and he to your point, like you said, when I said told you that he always is. Yeah, but like the I, way he wrestles, he's right? Be but I heard that I what I had read like read into that maybe he had a little bit more of an injury. They weren't letting on, and like he can work, but like you know they're they don't want to push him too hard or whatever. So I'm like, okay, like Hardy's not my dude. Like I like Darby and, and whatever, but like if Hardy's banged up, he's gonna take it easy. And like, but this is a dream match for Darby. So what are they gonna do? And this match comes on, <laughs> and Hardy hits that, jumps over the stairs, and hits that fucking clothesline. I thought he killed Darby. When he and did I was that. like, wait, what are they doing? Yeah, I was like, who, who, what? What's happening in this match? I was like, because I'm like, they added the stipulation to cover the fact that Hardy can't necessarily go. Uh-huh. What I was like, oh, my brain's like, why? Why are they adding this stipulation? Who's mm-hmm. hurt? What's going on? Like, just let them do a straight wrestling match. Darby's entertaining <laughs> enough on that. You don't need whatever, whatever. Yep. And then the match happened. That clothesline hit, and I was like, uh huh. What? Yeah. They're doing. They're doing. I, I think Jeff Hardy's fine. Yeah. I'm like they're doing. They're doing a what now? Uh, uh, when, and what they did was kill each other for eight minutes. When Darby hit that, like. Speedball dive to the outside yeah. onto him. Everybody's going, yeah, that's just a little uh, receipt for that Swanton that's mm-hmm. coming because you know the shoot Swanton. Absolutely. Uh, Darby doing this like the Swanton off the ladder yeah. on the Jeff through the chairs. Yeah, insane. They're crazy dude. people. Uh, Jeff Hardy going, yeah, just move out of the way when I dive <laughs> onto the stairs. That's fine. Like, I'll take oh, all of that. that. No problem. Yeah, I'll take all of it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Uh, and then I like uh, they probably like pitched that spot and Darby's like and then you know you'll hit me and I'll, but we're outside yeah. I'll take the I'll take the the brunt force of it it'll look really good and Jeff Hardy's like that's a good idea kid but you know what's better you move and I yeah, take it I'll all. just take it yeah <laughs> right he's still a psychopath nuts dude. absolutely fucking crazy uh, and then also if I was a grown man uh, caught on cable television doing the Jeff Hardy dance in the stands I'd hang it up <laughs> just saying. Come on, man. Just say. Let people be that fun, dude. That's that's a commentary on me, not anybody else. Oh, you do you, boo boo. I'm gonna do me. Uh but uh yeah, madman. Yeah, actual crazy person. Yeah. And then he wins with a roll up. It's your goddamn right. Off the, dude, off the coffin drop. Uh, great roll finish. Up. Great yep. finish. And I think it was either Tony or Scalper called it out to go, Who would have thought and then anything goes match? You won with a wrestling move. Right. Perfect call. Uh, and so, interesting thing about this match, and I saw people online saying, like, Darby's one of their bright stars. Why wouldn't you push him through and blah, like, make him go through this tournament, blah, blah, blah. So, Jeff Hardy's the only person in that company that can pin Darby clean yep. and not piss the world off about yep. it. Yep. Hardy's the only one. That's Darby's hero. It's who he wants to be. It's who he fucking wrestles like. 
And like Jeff Hardy is the only dude. Matt Hardy could not fucking pin him. There's no. I would argue. I'd have an uproar. <laughs> there's certainly nobody else in that tournament that could pin Darby clean and get away with it. Probably not. And no. you want Hardy through because he's the only dude in that fucking tournament with an actual connection to Owen. Yeah, who actually wrestled Owen. Right. The only one yeah. with a connection um, for real. So yeah, man, I thought Dynamite knocked it out of the park. I thought it was a great night. Dynamite. You know what? Well, last what week, a rebound from last, last week. week we were right? a little downer. This was yeah. a great one. And again, not like like the last match was fucking nuts, but like no, like oh my god, what an amazing wrestling match like that, like we've had, and yeah. like the like the FTR in Philly, like all that kind of stuff. But just a solid, complete, a lot of solid, awesome matches, wrestling yep. show, front to back, wrestling segments, everything, really great, complete yeah. show. Uh, this was a fucking good one, man. Yeah, man, it was uh, quite the banger. This was a good one, quite the banger. Um, so I guess we could talk about wrestling that we actually saw in person last week yeah the the final the final segment the 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 soon to be named network uh ex- outing the, ex- <laughs> the the excursion the outing the, the soon to be named network presents lvac presents right the field <laughs> trip the, the, the yeah the, the, the boys not out <laughs> right they let us out on a on a our, our own reconnaissance here uh out of the home we went to lvac uh bash at the brewery uh, in uh, Easton. That was, the, wait, when? What? Oh, I thought you were going to say when we went to LVAC no, before. Okay, no, this is right. Bash of the Brewery. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, in Easton at the Weyerbacher Brewery. You're damn right we did. Uh, the, uh, the, the send-off for uh, Avery Good, professional wrestler. Uh, we went there. Yeah, man. Um, I had such a great fucking time the yeah. whole time. Great night. Uh, you know, obviously hanging with you and Doug is like always my favorite thing to do on earth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, getting to see Tim. I love that motherfucker. Yep. Todd, my... my Added my, a third Taguchi t-shirt to my wardrobe. He did, yes. <laughs> I, 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 and I will gladly say this right now. And uh, if you're listening to this and you, you want to meet us at the... See us at the New Japan show, Capital Collision in D.C. on Saturday. You will be wearing... I will be wearing my Taguchi <laughs> yeah. 69 shirt. Good. Uh, I have three Taguchi shirts to pick from. Uh, I had a different shirt picked for that day because I think about that kind of dumb shit. Okay. I was going to wear my my Sting and RoboCop you, Capital well, Combat made shirt. Sense. Made sense. Made sense. Uh, but as the official you have to American envoy, I'll have to take a picture of you wearing of, it and t- post it of Taguchi Japan. Yeah, I have to wear my my brand new uh, fits me wonderfully Taguchi sixty nine shirt. I seem to have this feeling like when I go to. Wrestling shows, I will wear like a hardcore band shirt. Yeah, but when I go to hardcore shows, I wear wrestling shirts. Mm. It's a weird dichotomy I have yeah. going on here. Um, yeah. You know, but showing up, seeing them, um, seeing Todd always puts a fucking always smile a, on my always face. A, always a joy. I will tell you this: this is my recommendation, uh, not so much a review of the show. If ever given the opportunity, spend some time with drunk <laughs> Todd Roker. There's that word. There's that word. Spend some time with drunk Todd Roker. You will not be disappointed. I'm a big fan, Todd. Um, if if you are like if you've ever seen an episode of Dragon Ball Z, like when Goku goes Super Saiyan and he gets like all powerful, that's kind of like what happens to Todd when he gets wasted. He doesn't necessarily become more powerful, <laughs> but what powers he has are elevated to a level yeah. that you cannot control or attempt to contain. Yeah, it just happens, and you're caught in the whirlwind. You're damn right, this is what it is. <laughs> Uh, you know, Adam and that goddamn fucking purple jacket. Absolutely. <laughs> that grimace jacket. <laughs> oh, Adam. I, oh, brother. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, I, that's like one of the first things I saw when I walk in. I just saw him just go, you've got to be kidding mm-hmm. me. And there it was. Yep. Um, you know, uh, their their uh, friend Dave, who we went to Atlantic City right? with. Yeah, was good to see him again. Show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I like Dave. He's a good good mm-hmm. dude. Um, you know, it was just a fucking fun time, man. Yeah. Um, the wrestling was great. Um, it was a very good wrestling show. Absolutely. Yeah, fucking Joe's the man. Yep. Um, went back and watched it this week. And, yeah. You know, it's just it was he, good. He's he's and it's like I'm not blowing smoke because mm-hmm. I'm friends with Joe. Yeah. He is so goddamn good at his job. Right. And I mean that yeah. wholeheartedly. If well, I didn't even know Joe, right. I would still say he is so good. And he's always good. like, oh, I haven't called wrestling in a long time. I'm going to be terrible. It's like riding a bike for yeah, him, right. man. Uh, right. He's, Absolutely. He's so yeah. good, dude. Right. And it wasn't um, the best setup that, you know, with the, they're a little lower they, with lots of people standing in front of him, so it was a little hard to see the ring. Uh, yeah. From what I watched back, just great stuff. Uh, but this was, you know, it was cool to see everybody get the, get the, the pseudonym network together. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, got to, uh, hang with Mr. Pig. <laughs> that's right. Uh, you know, it was, um, man, it's like the wrestling was, don't get me wrong, dude. Wrestling was great. Wrestling it, was really good. But it's like, I don't know, just hanging out with everybody. Right. It's the coolest shit in the world to me. Yeah. I, I love it so much. Absolutely. And I wish I could happen like yeah. every weekend. Uh, it'll happen again for Real Rumble. Damn right it will be. Um, but yeah, this was. Uh, let's talk about the wrestling for briefly. Uh, go watch it on, on Jerry's Re- Internet Wrestling yes, Emporium. Please do. Uh, it's up. Uh, good show. Like a very good show. I keep saying that without uh, no pun intended. Um, but uh, I would say most of the show was very good. Uh, I'm not going to talk about the negatives because because LVAC deserves to get more press. This is the first time they streamed live on Jerry's Internet Wrestling yeah, Emporium. hopefully not the last. Hopefully not the last. This was a ton of fun. Uh, I want to say my match of the night, uh, whether you agree or not, you know, we'll, we'll discuss, but I think Willow Nightingale, Hot Sauce, Tracy Williams is the match of the night. Okay. Uh, I went back and watched that one again. Uh, I I think that was this was a really good match. Uh, I do want to say... Uh, did you watch that match back? Yeah, absolutely. I did. Uh, did do you happen to recall what uh, Diamond Joe Leonard said about the STF? No, I didn't. Uh, he said uh, Hot Sauce puts on the STF, and Joe says the STF made famous by Masahiro Chono and Eric Watts. You heard what I said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> uh, I think these are the two people on the show that need to be that should be signed. Yeah, I agree. Uh I think Willow is going to happen very shortly. Uh I think Tracy Sad's free agent in wrestling. Right, absolutely. Tracy Williams got hurt uh <laughs> in this match, unfortunately. Did he ever, man? But Holy uh fuck. you know, that's a former Ring of Honor Pure champion. Yeah. I, I think TK would be smart to put him back in that company. Uh I like Tracy a lot. Yeah, the last I saw last time I saw Hot Sauce wrestle in yeah. person was a Ring of Honor TV taping against Zack Sabre Jr. Right. Uh, um, so, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I thought this match yeah. was awesome. I think Tracy's a top five technical wrestler going right now. I really yeah. like his stuff. This was my my 1B. Okay. Um, All right. My 1A mm-hmm. was the six-person tag. That's my that's my 1B. Okay. Uh, yeah. Puff. Uh, was it Billy Orlando? Bobby Orlando. Bobby Orlando, close enough. Yes. Uh, Erica Lee. Yes. Which Erica Lee is Erica Lee's my awesome. MVP of this show. Um, you know, uh, against, um, of course, 
goddamn Big Dan champion. Big Dan champion, right. The, Lucky the, the, 13. The biggest heel in all of the Lehigh Valley. Yes. And yeah. I and can't De- remember the third Devontae's. It was supposed to, wasn't it supposed to be somebody else at first? I have no idea. I thought it was supposed to be like Bojack or whatever. Uh, I remember that being advertised. Maybe, yeah, uh, I don't know. So yeah, Devontae's, um, yeah. you know, Boar couldn't yep. wrestle. Uh, right. You know, got supposed to be bored. Got an yeah. injury. Yep. You know, heels up to to the big man there. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, dude, this match, like, even watch, watching it, the whole time I felt the crowd was so invested and right. loud so, the whole time. And going back and watching yeah. it, I'm going, yeah, everybody was super into this. Uh, and you know, of course. The, the guest of honor at the end and the place went goddamn <laughs> right. nuts for uh, Orange Cassidy. Dan Champion works a great heel. Big Dan. I think Lucky's underrated as a wrestler. Sure. And Diamond Joe says on commentary, like, Lucky can wrestle any style yeah. you want him yep. to. Yeah. Uh, he's a smaller size guy, but Lucky Lucky is good and he's fun to watch. Yeah. Dan is such a good, shitty, slimy yep. heel. <laughs> yep. it's, it's pretty amazing. Uh, Devontae's was, good, was a good yeah. beat-up guy. Good I like Puffs. Yeah. Uh, Eric Lee is probably my MVP of, of this entire show. Um, I just, this match kind of revolved around her a lot, yeah. taking a lot of the heat, making the big comebacks, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I thought her performance was fantastic. Yeah. This was the first like non, yeah. I mean, there was comedy elements in the match, sure. but right. I've only seen her wrestle like kind of yeah. comedy matches before. Like, her- this was her she selling awesome. the the beatdowns from the heels only made the heels more effective. Dude, her chops were right. sick. Right, chops were sick. So Bobby Orlando comes yes. out with a goat. The goat. Right. He calls himself the goatest yeah, of all time. Yep. Okay. What is he screaming in the camera when he's coming out to the ring? I don't know. He is the goat, and he screams, and I'm your mom. <laughs> oh Jesus! I can only oh, assume uh-huh. that this is a goat and your mom reference. That's sick and gross. I can only imagine that it's a goat and your mom reference. Oh boy! And I don't think it actually is, no. but if it is, no. we might have to give tell Doug and let him get a new favorite yeah, wrestler. Yeah, I say he'll make the Doug uh, But that dude sold a ton of goats. He had like stuffed yeah, goats on his birch table. That's a smart yeah. fucking dude right there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Eric Lee's a star. Heel work in this match was great. Yeah. Uh, this was a ton of fun. There was really only two that I went back and watched that I'll mention on the show. Uh, I didn't watch the main. Uh, I thought the main was really good uh, with Avery, uh, you know, criticism probably went a little too long but i get it it's a guy's farewell yeah. uh i did see that every good said that he's already getting booking requests uh-huh. so that people are already tempting him dude's talented as all hell man oh for sure super talented dude didn't know the ring broke on that superplex until seeing that opposite angle right. the next morning so i saw them after the match like kicking the mat in the middle like trying i was like i don't, I don't know what they were doing and then when we were leaving, uh, a friend came up to me and was like, what happened to the ring? And yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, there was a big bump in the ring. And I was like, oh, well, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it was on the last Ugh. bump, the superplex. Good thing nobody got hurt on that. Yeah, for real. Uh, that could have been bad. But uh, so Avery Good wrestles Abby Jane. AEW Dark Elevation star Abby Jane uh, goes over. And then uh, former rival Mr. Touchdown comes Damn out. Damn right, Mr. Touchdown. And uh, they Avery Good has two bangers. Wrestles a long time. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know it's a good it's a good farewell. He came out in the beginning and did some heel stuff and sort yeah. of accepted a plaque. Bryce and got spit to be on the it. referee. Bryce got to be the ref. 
lots of good heel work there. Bacabella, like, yeah. you know, watching a lot of grown men try not to cry in a wrestling ring when they're playing bad guys. That's true. Uh, you know, a touching moment. Uh, good send off for a dude who is a super talented wrestler. And I think we said this last week. If not that, it was the week before. But, like, sometimes, you know, you talk about wrestlers you know, good or bad, and you can talk about bad wrestlers on rosters and how they get signed and this one doesn't or how's this guy signed and this guy isn't. Sometimes it's right place, right time. Sure. Someplace it's wrong place, right time, whatever. You know, you, the best the the best and the mo- some of the most talented guys sometimes just don't get signed. It happens, and man. And I, I honestly, I think Avery Good was one of those guys, and it's no fault of his own. No, of course He's a talented dude, good-looking dude, you know, all that stuff. But sometimes the, 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 the stars or whatever it is just don't align. Uh, and that's it's unfortunate. I think there's a million and a half lesser wrestlers than him out there that have, that have been making big money in wrestling for a long time or made big money in wrestling for a short amount of time. And it stinks that seemingly he isn't going to get his shot at making that big money even yeah. for a little bit. But uh, this was a good send-off, man. And uh, yeah. it's a talented wrestler right there. Yeah, dude, I agree 100%. Um I think I said to you after that opening segment, like, holy fuck, I feel like I'm at a Chikara show. Right. Uh, it yep. just was giving me, like, yeah. you know, it's a lot of players from Chikara. For sure. Um, Equinox making an appearance. <laughs> fuck yeah, Equinox. Yeah. Uh, so it felt kind of good, and it felt like I was in a bit of a way back machine mm-hmm. um, on Friday. Yeah. Uh Great fucking time, man. Atmosphere was really good. Nobody was shitty. No, it was... Everybody just watching wrestling. Yeah, we had one idiot by us during the main event. Oh, yeah. Well, what, yeah, Whatever. that dude was dumb yeah, as fuck. That, that guy sucked. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was, a, it was a good fucking time, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, going out afterwards... Mm-hmm. Made me feel great. Yep. <laughs> like I, I've been on like a high all week from it. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's. You the, know, it, it did. It felt. It felt like the old days. A lot of. A lot of history, with with a lot of those guys for me, and yeah. you know, and you, and uh, you know, some of the new people in the crew coming along, and uh, yeah, yeah, that was good. That was that was old times. That's what. It felt like old wrestling, and like, you know, it's been a few years since anybody got to do that. It's yeah. been. It's been a few years longer. Than even that to get everybody together and you know sort of in a yeah. in a spot where we can go sit somewhere and hang out and be louder than we probably should in public and you know talk wrestling and you know cuss and cuss and spit and snot right and bury people and, and whatever the and hell eat else open faced turkey sandwiches at right. twelve thirty <laughs> right yeah try and get Adam to sober up from like a baker's dozen of cr- of champion cream ales my man uh, was on. He was on that one. dude. Put him down. That dude put him <laughs> I'll down. I'll tell you what, my homeboy could he could drink. That dude put him down. Uh, he could hang, man. Sure. Like, I, I'm not a drinker. Yeah. Like I feel like he could hang. Yeah. He could put him back. Absolutely. Uh, he's. Uh, I was. I was impressed. Yeah. I'll, I'll say that much by uh, by Adam's uh, drinking ability. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, for real, like just a great time. Yeah. Um, really good time. Love getting together with everybody. Yeah. Uh, can't wait to see everybody at Real Rumble. Yeah. Um, hopefully both days. Hopefully everyone's there. Yeah. I just want to uh, have... Come, come cry with us when we watch The Wrestler yeah, on the giant I'm, screen. Yeah. I'm, Tim, I'm going to weep into your shoulder. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, it was... Uh, man, it was so fucking fun. Yeah. I've seriously been on like a buzz all week from it. Yeah. It's good fucking times, man. Good times. For sure. Uh, I will say, I forgot to mention this before, I did start to watch 
uh, the the life of uh, Willow Nightingale on, I, on Jerry's Wrestling Emporium on IWTV that the documentary they do like they give the give the wrestler the camera and let him go they've done that with like Alex Shelley and stuff I started watching the Willow Nightingale one last night I fell asleep I, I liked it again I'm a big Willow Nightingale fan yeah uh, so I, I'm not gonna hopefully I, I finish it and we can talk about it next week yeah um, but this there, there was it was cool it was pretty fun for like I got through most of it I just crashed so I don't want to talk about it until yeah. I finish all of it sure because I don't know how it ends but um. I didn't know she broke her neck. Mm-hmm. That's I, I heard that, yeah. So, but anyway, that's it, right, pal? That's, that's all we got. That's it. That's a lot. Guess what? We ain't watching shit next week either. We ain't. Why not? Because we're going to be in D.C. What are we going to be in D.C. for? Uh, eating seafood. I don't know. No, uh, staying in a hotel for no reason. Um, we're going to New Japan. Capital Collision. You're not going to storm anything while, I'm, while we're in D.C., are you? <laughs> no. Right, no, uh, I'm not. Worry, I don't have to uh, worry about you. I'm not married to Chris Jericho. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're going to Capital Collision in DC uh, to uh, to see Eddie Kingston. Sure, sure. Wear a bad braid shirt while I'm there. Yes. Uh, watch Eddie Kingston wrestle Tomohiro Ishii. You're goddamn right. We uh, right. the match that we bought our tickets for, and it's only expanded since. I get to see Kazuchika Okada. Yes, you do. Uh, I, I'm live. excited for you to see Okada. Uh, I wish it was a singles match, but I'm fine with it being a tag, especially because they just set up the thing with JY jumping yeah. on and everything. So that'll have, that'll have some good stuff. Hikaleo is also an odd choice, but they're not flying over the entire roster or anything, no, so that's what you got to do. Um, it's see Trent Beretta back, uh, right. back Trent, with Okada. Right. Little, so we got a little Kazu. chaos action there. Is Hikaleo in Bullet Club? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But his brothers ain't. That's interesting. Uh, that's where there's the interesting, uh, hmm, what's he going to do? We get Brody King versus Suzuki. Oh. <laughs> uh, we get a, Excuse a, me while I scream. We get Mox in a four-way where he's going gonna to be with Osprey, Juice, the, that bastard, Juice Robinson. <laughs> uh, excuse me. Rock Hard Juice Robinson. Rock Hard Juice Robinson. That's his new name. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, and, and uh, 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 Tanahashi and, ta- and Tanahashi man, <laughs> Tanahashi man, Tanahashi man. Uh, so that's gonna be a ton of fun. So, yeah, so Saturday we're driving down, we're staying overnight, cannot we're rock and roll. Wait. Uh, and uh, that's gonna be a, a ton of fun. So, we'll talk about that next week. Uh, we'll probably end up watching it on Fight 2, watching the playback a little bit. Uh, found out tonight that Ian Riccoboni's calling it, so yes. that's cool. So, um so yeah, so we're we're gonna be there for that. It's a smaller arena than I thought, so I'm super excited about our tickets. Uh, you're very happy, yep. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, even smaller than the Licorice Center was apparently. Yes, oh, and there was not a bad seat in that Licorice no. Center, so I'm gonna assume there's not a bad seat here, unless <laughs> no. there's like a fucking pillar in front of us or something. Uh, better not be. But uh, hopefully, get to uh, meet up with uh, Kevin Ford. Right? We've been Kevin talking Ford. this week, so yep. We'd like to meet up with, with that, the homie from that neck of the woods there somewhere, and uh, we will. Uh, so we'll be back next week talking that and whatever the hell else goes on. Goddamn right! That's, that's a that's a big two day trip for us there. Can't wait! So excited, man! Yeah, it's gonna be a ton of fun. Uh, but that's it. So we'll we'll get out of here. We'll get out of your ear holes uh, under two hours this week. You're welcome, Doug. Um, <laughs> Sorry, sorry, Doug. <laughs> uh, you can find us online at We Need Wrestling on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show at We Need Wrestling at gmail.com uh, for you want match recommendations. We completely forgot to talk about the New Japan Wrestling Summit, but that's fine. Oh, yeah, we did. Skip that completely. Uh, hey, Hulk Hogan versus Stan Hansen. Go watch it. It was real good. Yes. 
Uh, uh, hey, uh, Tenru versus Macho King, Randy yeah. Savage. Go watch if it. You, it if, you wanna, if you have never seen the New Japan, All Japan, WWF yep. sh- a combined show from 1990, uh, the Big Egg Wrestling Summit, uh, email the show yeah. at weneedwrestling well, at gmail.com uh, yeah. and we'll see what we can do about oh, co- hey. about correcting that mishap. <laughs> Did you buy anything this week? Uh, yeah, I got to do love. I went to the toy store. That Adam told that you. That Adam to, told, yeah. told us to go to. There's a new toy store up in Dixon City. Yep. Uh, vintage toy store, new stuff. Had a bunch of wrestlers and uh, lots of good wrestlers, pretty good prices. But I got the little uh, Jack's Business of BCA. I guess I it is, right? Uh, hold on. I guess so. I don't know. Right, let, me see, let me see it. I remember the feel as a kid. Yep, yeah, bone cruncher. It's, it's yep, bone cruncher. There you go. It's a bone cruncher. That's what I thought. I didn't yeah. know how much it was supposed to be. But yeah, because he has an action. I don't remember the bone crunchers yeah. having an action. But he yep. does. He's got the switch on his back. Is it the same one that uh, my talking bitch you know who is? There you go. Um, did you get anything else? Or no? No, I don't think so. Those Road Warriors came last week, right? Yeah. Yeah, no. Nothing. I got... Uh, the only thing I got was another pair of CM Punk shorts. Nice. Thanks, Stash Pages, for taking all my fucking yeah. money. Uh, I paid eight bucks for that for that dude love, and I'm, it's the best dude love they've ever made. Still, so I agree. So, uh, so I'm happy to have yeah. that. But uh, yeah, I got to save our money for the merch table at New Japan. Yes, that's true. Uh, so expect a bigger, a bigger, a bigger haul next haul week. next week. Uh, but anyway, you want to copy Wrestling Summit? Hit us up, email or Twitter. We'll, yeah. we'll help you out. Uh, there's a there is a, a Bret Hart versus Tiger Mask two match on there that which is, that, which crazy. is crazy. You should yep. watch it alone. But the Hogan Stan Hansen at the end is. It's it's you will be surprised. I promise you. Probably the top three Hogan matches yeah. ever. Um, so uh, we're a part of the Sunumi Name Network at STBN Network we on sure Twitter, Sunumi Name Network dot com, Network Check out all the shows there. We've talked about a bunch of them here at Oz with Wrestling, uh, at Taz with Wrestling now. Um, yeah. Uh, Porch Talk, Hit by Music, Longbox Heroes, Longbox Heroes After Dark, uh, Wings on Wings, our other show, which we'll also be recording. We got a busy weekend. We're recording some yep. more episodes of that tomorrow. Uh, I said, I said, hit my music, final wrestling place. place. Uh, those guys are all over the place doing a bunch of other shows. TNM shows. Fucking everywhere at TNM shows. TNM shows. Hit them up. They came back with a vengeance. They did. They're busy, (laughs) busy boys. Uh, and, uh, I think that's it. Yeah. Right. The helmet podcast that was talked about on the LVCA commentary. It's gotta happen. It's gotta happen at this point. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we will be back next week talking more we sure will as, and, long as, uh, as long as you don't do it uprising at dc uh, i don't know why you're pinning that on me uh I, i'm gonna i'm just gonna make everyone feel at home and i'm gonna i'm gonna jump the rail as if i was enzo and Cass. uh god damn it did you see that we'll talk about off air with sean uh thanks for listening everybody uh we'll be back next week goodbye you're listening to the soon to be named network the Lamborghini of Podcast Network. Now you're off, nerds. <laughs>